This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. From West Holmes High School in Millersburg, Ohio, at Knight Stadium, it is time for week number seven of high school football around the state of Ohio, as tonight... The West Holmes Knights, 6-0 overall. They are 3-0 in the OCC, are gracious enough to host the 2-4 Lexington Minutemen, who are 1-2 in the OCC on a beautiful Friday night here, the first day and the first Friday in the month of October. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And uh, sorry for that pause right at the beginning of the um, uh, broadcast there. It's the West Holmes Marching Band was playing the national anthem, and we certainly did not want to interrupt that. But it is an absolutely gorgeous night here at West Holmes. Uh, not a cloud in the sky. Football temperature tonight. Uh, it's a, there's a chill in the air, but it is uh, very pleasant here at West Holmes, and uh, couldn't be a better night for football. And uh, West Holmes also, one of the reasons I love coming here, although the drive isn't very great, but I love coming to, to games here for several reasons. One, they've got that natural grass. I love the grass. I love the stadium. I love the atmosphere here. Uh, and I really enjoy the fact that last time we were here, Lexington had one of the better comebacks, I would argue, in the school's football history. They were down 17-0 to at halftime. Things were not looking good in the first half. They scored four touchdowns in the second half and went on to win that game that night uh, two years ago, 28-24, uh, to 24, a magical night. And then last year with COVID, things were a little different, and Lexington's offense at the beginning of the year struggled just a little bit. West Holmes came to Lexington last year and won that one 16-0 of all scores, which was uh, – it was, it was uh, an interesting night that night because West Holmes was a high-powered offense last year, as they have been this year, uh, but really struggled at Lexington last year. And, of course, so did the Minutemen putting up a goose egg. So a couple of interesting matchups the last two years between these two teams. And actually going back the last ten matchups, these teams are 5-5 five and five against each other. They're dead even in the last ten. Um, and this year, West Holmes, the number one scoring offense in the OCC. And right behind them, Lexington number two. So I think uh, one thing's for sure tonight, we're going to see some points one way or another, and I think it's going to be a fun one. As, uh, of course, tonight a little bit of a later kickoff than we're used to. Uh, that was um, j just for a couple of different reasons, but uh, no big deal, and we're ready to go. And uh, uh, the West Holmes crowd, though, evidently did not get the memo because they have been out in full force since about 6.30. When we got here, we got here an hour before uh, kickoff, and uh, it has been packed over on the West Holmes side. A late arriving crowd here for Lexington. Of course, we knew the game didn't start until 7.30, but evidently West Holmes just didn't get the memo. I mean, it is like uh, it's crazy over there looking across the way. As for once, we get to sit with the Lex crowd, Nick, and we're up here in the away press box, kind of comfortably snugged in here uh, into our little – press box but it's uh it's nice to be over with the lex fans for once and um that's definitely going to make things a little bit more exciting tonight we usually don't have this luxury unless we're at home of course uh, but even then we're usually in the second floor of the press box and here at west holmes the away press box is right here in the crowd i mean we could reach out and 
and high five some of the fans here. Uh, so that's uh, it's just a it's just an awesome atmosphere here at West Holmes. One of my favorite places to come and call a game. Uh, West Holmes, of course, they've put up 231 points in the first six weeks of football. And just to put that into perspective, Nick, Lexington's second in the conference has scored 169. They've scored 62 less points than West Holmes, and yet we're the ones behind West Holmes uh, in, in scoring. Uh, so that just shows you how high-octane their offense is. However, they do have uh, middle-of-the-road, middle-of-the-pack defense in the OCC, and they've given up their fair share of points this year as well and could have a couple of losses. They beat Mount, uh, Mansfield Sr. by three at Arlen Field, and then last week they squeaked out a win over Worcester by four. So not to take anything away from West Holmes, but it's not like they're running over people by 60 and 70 points. They've shown some vulnerability, uh, but Lexington going to have to bring it on defense tonight. And uh, scoring-wise, though, as well, Nick, and uh, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit, uh, Lexington has outscored their opponents in the first quarter and the fourth quarter by 20 or more points. It's that second quarter where uh, things have really gotten away from the Minutemen this year. The third quarter has been even. First and fourth quarter has been all Lex this year. Second quarter has been strong opponent. <laughs> well, and I feel like a big gap from that second quarter, too, is that Worcester game as Worcester. well. I mean, Worcester and uh, Shelby. Yeah. Um, so, And then last week, Mansfield Sr. did find the end zone once in the second quarter. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's that you got to go into halftime strong, and, and, you know, you cannot take that for granted. Um, if you're in a game, you got to make it into halftime with some momentum, and that's been the one knock on Lexington this year, I would say, is just that ability to get into halftime with momentum. And uh, other than that, though, they've started games so strongly this year. They've ended games really well. Even the games they've been down, they fight till the end, and they've outscored opponents in the fourth quarter by 20 points. Uh, so that's something I found interesting looking over the season stats. And, of course, thank you to Coach Gerhardt for getting me those uh, this week. And uh, I'm a big stat nerd, so those were all the things I was seeking out as I looked through the stat sheet this week. But uh, I definitely think uh, the Minutemen – do have a chance to come out and have a hot start tonight. It's just a matter of trying to keep the offense on the field, have some long, sustained drives, keep the defense off the field, keep the ball out of West Holmes' hands. I know it's easier said than done, but that's got to be the game plan tonight if you're the Minutemen and you want to get out of here with a win. The Minutemen do have one conference win so far at Mount Vernon, uh, but they've dropped games against Worcester at Worcester and then last week against Mansfield Sr. Uh, West Holmes in the conference has beaten Madison, uh, uh, Worcester, and they've also beaten Senior High. So they do have one common opponent, Nick, and that's Mansfield Senior, a team that Lexington lost by 9-2 but really was in the game. And uh, I, in my opinion, it was a much closer than a nine-point game. And then uh, West Holmes beat them by three on really a pick six late in the fourth quarter is what ended that game for Mansfield Senior. So, if you really think about it, I mean, Lexington was right there, had a chance to beat Mansfield Sr. Mansfield Sr. should have beaten West Holmes, and I know that's kind of a tricky thing to do when you're looking at schedules and sports and stuff. It's comparing common opponents, and that doesn't always work. But if you're going to do it that way, Lexington, I mean, they, they look like on paper they should be in this game tonight and have a shot at the end. Now, whether that happens or not, 
we will see. But this would be a huge boost of confidence for this Minuteman ball club. And not only confidence, Nick, but this would be a huge boost to their playoff standing. Right now, Man's, uh, Lexington excuse me, is in uh, the 14 slot in Division Three, Region 10, and the top 16 teams get in. So imagine a win tonight, Nick, what that would do for this ball club. It'd be huge. Yeah, it'd be massive. I mean, especially you got – couple road games well only one I mean coming out here is never fun because you have to drive so far the, and the later kickoff which I mean as a player I'd almost kind of like the later kickoff it gives you more of the I mean you're on you got the lights on the whole time it's it's dark from the get-go so you don't got to worry about the sun I mean that's no factor but I mean I kind of like the later kickoff personally I, get, I just get I it's easier to get hyped up for a later game the crowd's rumbling. It's, it's homecoming for West Holmes. Yep. So, I mean, that's another factor that you got to take in consideration. You can ruin West Holmes' homecoming, which is always fun when you can do that. Oh, for sure. So, and, like well, you, and a huge crowd here, yeah. too, Nick. You oh, would love yeah. to send them home sad. Absolutely. I mean, it is packed <laughs> here at West Holmes. And, and they'll be loud, too. West Holmes always has a good crowd. Yes. They'll, be, they'll be definitely be vocal. So a big one tonight, Lexington and West Holmes. Let's get you the uniforms brought to you by a material girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a material girl. A material girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. Tonight, Lexington going with the white jerseys. And the purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim up on the shoulder pads and around the letters and numbers. They've got the gold pants tonight with the purple stripe, block L on the left hip. And they've got the purple helmets, block L on the left side, player numbers on the right side. So white jerseys, gold pants, purple helmets. West Holmes going with the all blue uniforms, blue jerseys with white numbers and letters. They've got a little bit of red trim in there. They've got the blue pants with a white and red stripe down the side, white helmets with knights scrawled across each side, and a uh, blue and red stripe going down the middle. So the blue uniforms versus the white and gold uniforms tonight here from West Holmes. Glad to have you along with us. Couldn't be more excited to be here. Like I said, the drive out here is not that much fun, but coming to West Holmes, being here, calling a game here, always a blast. This is not a place I dread coming uh, for football or basketball, really. They've got a really cool gym in there, too. Uh, so it's always exciting to come out here and face the Knights. And hopefully tonight we can bring you good news from Millersburg, just like we did two years ago. As the Minutemen won the coin toss, they deferred to the second half. So they will kick off. And A.J. Young is about to get the ball from the uh, referee. And he'll tee it up at the 40-yard line. And he'll kick it left to right as we see it for West to east, if you're directionally inclined. Back deep to return this thing for the Knights is Tucker Kaufman. And I believe that's Sawyer Pritt back there, Nick. Number 10, number 4. A.J. Young has it up on the tee, marks off his steps. He's going to kick it off. And he runs up and boots it, and we're underway from West Holmes High School as they'll take it from the 10. 
They'll take it all the way across the field. It's Sawyer Pritt all the way down the far sideline. He's to the 30, and he's out near the 35, gets pushed out of bounds. We'll see where they mark, and they'll give him the 32. So not a bad return, Nick, but that felt a lot longer than it was. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, running all the way across the field. So West Holmes will come out with their new star running back, Sam Williams-Dixon, the sophomore. Six foot, 195. Actually, he'll be off into the slot. And they'll have Noah Clark at quarterback, and it feels like he's been the quarterback here at West Holmes for 12 years. As they'll actually have with him in the shotgun, Brett Shearer. And he takes the snap. Clark back to pass on first down, and what a play on the far sideline, but out of bounds making the grab was Garrett Estep. And he, it seems like he's been on this roster forever, too. Seriously. Nick. When oh. we came here two years ago, those, those two hooked up several times. And now going back into the backfield, Williams-Dixon with – Clark in the pistol. They'll give it to him up the middle, and he's wrapped up right there at the line of scrimmage. Might have got a yard. Good penetration there. Leighton Nosa in there for the Minutemen, as well as a couple of others. And that'll set up third down already, Nick. Third and nine from the 33-yard line. Already a huge play coming up here for the Lex defense. Noah Clark in the shotgun. He's going to send two to the left, two to the right. Third and nine, takes the snap. He's looking right. He's looking right. He's going to run right. He's being forced back into the backfield, and Leighton Nosa gets him back at the 20. And that was great coverage down the field for the Minutemen. He had nowhere to go. Clark was sitting in the backfield. Minutemen only brought four. Had plenty of time to throw, but the Lex secondary holding their own. Leighton Nosa in there early tonight. Got a big stop on the run on second down. Got a sack on third down, fourth and 21 from the 21-yard line. Back to punt, Nick Ginsburg. His brother Nate was a kicker here for a long time, too. Ginsburg gets it out of there, a high wobbler at the 47. Scotty Roush Great field makes position. the fair catch, and the Minutemen will have it on their own side of the field, but right near midfield at the 47. And we await the Lexington offense, led by Cole Pauley, senior quarterback who... Led that comeback last time we were here. And he was only a young sophomore. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now here we are. <laughs> He's a grown-up senior. Uh-huh. And they'll bring out three wide receivers to start the ball game. Two to the right, one to the left. Cole Polly in the pistol from the 47. He will fake a give to Carson Beery, rolls right, throws, and it is almost picked off as he was rolling right looking for Scotty Roush, and it was tipped, broken up by Tucker Kaufman. Yeah, it looked like he had him for a split second, but Kaufman closed the ground very quickly. It looked like West Holmes there playing a little bit of his own defense, and they had men everywhere mm -hmm. covering that pass, and I'm almost surprised they didn't go to Carson Beery uh, right away and get on the ground. Yeah, just feeling it out, see what this pass defense is all about. By the way, Nick, uh, Carson, just over 200 yards away from 1,000 this year. So he is well on his way to a 1,000-yard season. He's only 23 yards away from 1,000 all-purpose yards. Two to the right, second and 10. They'll send Carter Newman in motion. They'll give this time to Carson Berry off the right side. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and it'll set up third and 10. So Carson looking for a big night tonight. 
for several reasons. Obviously, if he has a big night, that gives the Minutemen their best chance to win. Yep. But also statistically, I'm sure he wants to uh, – and he may not be thinking about it in the game, but once his career's over, he's going to look up and see the great things he's done on the stat sheet, and he can uh, complete some of those accomplishments tonight. Big third down here for the Minutemen trying to get organized. They'll send two to the left, two to the right. Pauly in the shotgun this time. Third and ten from the 47. And West Holmes jumped, and they jumped off the left side there. It was Walker Graham, and that's going to give the Minutemen five yards. And it'll make this third down much more manageable. Third and five, and that also puts the Minutemen across midfield. So... The first two plays didn't look great if you're the Minutemen, but a penalty can always sort of get things going for an offense that needs some help. So that'll take the ball from the Lex 47, and they'll put it now on the West Holmes 48, third and five. They'll send two to the right, Carter Newman in the slot. Cole Pauly in the pistol, big play here, third and five. He's going to send Newman in motion. They will give Carson Berry off the right side. He's trying to get through a hole, and he fights to the 45, not quite to the first down marker. He'll be two yards short. Fourth and two coming up, and Minutemen going to play field position here, and they'll send on A.J. Young to punt the ball away. And West Holmes didn't realize it. They're just now getting their punt team on, their return team. Let's see if A.J. here can pin them deep. Wow, West Holmes did a great job to get exactly 11 players on the field. That was, I was surprised they didn't come out with too many men. As they'll send a great snap back, and they're going to fake the punt. A.J. Young's going to run it. He's to the 40, gets the first down down the near sideline, and he's at the 32. First down, Minutemen. Gutsy call early, but it paid off as A.J. ran it. For 13 yards off the right side. Minutemen are in business. Yeah, definitely caught West Holmes off guard, that's for sure. There was nobody <laughs> over here. <laughs> he had one guy to make miss, and he, he did exactly that. First and 10. Lexington has it at the West Holmes 32-yard line, 8.42 to go first quarter. Cole Pauly in the shotgun with four wide, two to each side. He's going to take. He's going to give. Hudson Moore stumbles in the backfield. And it looked like Nick West Holmes did get some penetration, but I think Hudson also just kind of slipped there, made it a little easier for West Holmes. But it'll be a loss of one, second and 11. Minutemen at the West Holmes 33-yard line. They'll send some changes on here. Scotty Roush comes in with the play. And they had Corbin lined up in the slot there that last time, Corbin Green. That's the second time I've noticed that so far. They'll send two to the left this time. Cade Eichler off to the right in the pistol. Cole Pauly with Carson Berry. Second and 11, takes the snap. He's looking left. Now he's going to roll right. He's going to throw it down the near sideline, and he's got Cade Eichler, but he just overshoots him right off of his fingertips. And that was a great play, great idea by Cole there. And... We have a sideline warning on Lexington. Or no, it's on West Holmes. Is that correct there, Nick? He said sideline warning, and he waved towards West Holmes, but the referee who made the call was just over here on the Lex sideline. I'm not sure how he made that call from all the way across the field. 
Third down and 11, and that would have been a huge – that was a yeah, great was play a by Cole. That was going to be a touchdown if he came down with he it. He just, just threw it like an inch, and I'm not exaggerating, an inch too far. Third and 11, Pauly in the pistol with two left. Eichler to the right, Carson Berry right behind him from the 33-yard line. He takes the snap, and did we have a false start? We did on the far side. Might have been Carter Newman. Also see A.J. Young out there. Yeah. Minutemen mixing it up here a little bit at the wide receiver position tonight already here on the first drive. So that'll make it third and 16 now, Nick. Third and 16 for the Minutemen. Now back to the West Holmes 38-yard line, so well out of field goal range. Yeah, Lex got to get the playoff here. Only five left on the game clock. They bring out one to the left, two to the right. Pauly in the pistol, third and 16, takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to be grabbed by the shoulder pad. He's going to be wrapped up and taken down by three Knights. Back at the 48-yard line. And Nick, he's still got a great chance here to play for field position, though. You go for it again. <laughs> <laughs> Fake putt this Fake time. Putt They'd again. have to run about 30 <laughs> yards, though. So they actually gave him forward progress at the 44. So it's going to be fourth and 22. And this time I'm betting that A.J. Young does punt it away. Yeah. And a good snap. He's going to kick it out of bounds, and he shanked this one. Not a great punt for A.J. They're going to run it off here, right. but I can't imagine this is going to be more than a Probably a 10-yard punt. Yeah, I'd go, yeah, I was going to say the 35. 35. So that was actually even a little more generous than I thought it would be. It ended up being nine yards. When I said it might be 10, I was being very generous. I really thought more like it might be five. He just shanked it, yeah. which that happens from time to time. But I'd love to see him just kick it deep. Yeah. Make West Holmes call a fair catch there. But he was trying to keep it away from the returner. And now here we go, West Holmes at their own 35. Clark in the pistol, two right, one left. He'll hand it off, off the right side, dancing around and being cut down at the 37 was Williams-Dixon. Yeah, he's pretty shifty in the backfield, isn't he? He is. He does kind of dance around, gets through those holes, but so far we haven't seen any explosiveness. Just a lot of dancing. Two yards they'll give him on that one, second and eight. Clark going to go in the shotgun this time, two to each side. He's going to take the snap and roll right. He's going to throw right, and oh, wow. did he catch it? It's close. They're going to call it, I believe, incomplete, Nick, on the, uh, right. on the far sideline over yep. there, and that was, was, was that East step again? It was. Yep. Trying to get his number he he wouldn't turn his back. Well, I thought me. I thought Caden Eichler. I thought he broke that play up because they both did, just kind of yes. converged and. Well, the way Caden dove, I thought maybe he picked, picked it, it off. Yeah. And then Esep ended up with the ball, and then I thought maybe it was complete. So third down. Noah Clark already has the third down snap. He's going to roll left, and he's going to be sacked again, Nick. And it's only that front four bringing the pressure. I mean, that's it. I mean, they're doing great job to get penetration and. I mean, it's not like Clark doesn't have some time, but the secondary again, another coverage sack. And guess who? Baden Forup in there. First time we've called his name tonight, but it uh, won't be the last. 
So West Holmes will punt it. And back is Ginsburg to receive this snap. It's a good snap. A pretty good punt. And Eichler going to call for a fair catch back at the 30, and he'll make it as he was backtracking there and kind of caught it on the run. But a good catch. Minutemen still with good field position. But now here's where you can't start losing that field position battle. You've either got to... You've either got to go get a score or you've at least got to get up near the 50 if yeah. you're going to have to punt. Because with the leg of Ginsburg, and A.J. Young has a great leg, but Ginsburg, I mean, they just they breed kickers here at yeah. West Holmes. It's not a uh, getting bizarre. into it. It is. <laughs> getting into a field position battle is not something you want to do if you're the Minutemen. So they'll have one to the left, one to the right here. First and ten, Polly takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side, and there's a huge pile up. And he might have gotten two yards. Somehow a knight came out of there with the ball, but they were going to say Carson Berry was down. He got two. Second and eight coming up. <laughs> Not a bad little crowd filled no, in here at Lex. Pretty good crowd from Lex tonight making the trip. Right down below us here as we are in the away press box, standing at about the 45-yard line. Minutemen, however, down off to our left with the football at their own 32, second and eight. And again, Nick, they uh, are late getting this play in. We've only got six seconds on the play clock. They'll send two to the left, one to the right, Pauly in the pistol. Second and eight, he takes the snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll left this time. He's going to look. He's going to throw down the far oh. sideline. Got his man. It's Caden Eichler, and he makes a nice move and gets out to about the 47-yard line. And that was a dart, man. I mean, he just he set his feet and gunned it in there. And for all the uh, defensive backs that were just kind of hovering there, Caden was wide open yeah. on the sideline as he kind of just got himself a nice yeah. little spot, sat down, and caught the football. Found and he got out space. to this 46-yard line. First and 10-minute men, and that's what I was talking about a minute ago. you got to at least move the football if you're going to play field position. Now, of course you want to score, but if you are going to get into a field position battle, you can't just go three and out deep in your own end. you got to move the football a little bit. Minute men with two to the right, one to the left. Pauly takes the pistol snap. Carson Berry off the left side, 50, and out to the 49-yard line. A gain of five. He's across midfield, second and five coming up. I mean, that's a great play on first down. You brought the guard pulling from the right side all the way across the formation. He ended up being the lead blocker on that left edge. Great play. So second and five from the 49. Second time the Minutemen have been across midfield already here in the first quarter. And the Minutemen come out two to the left. Actually one to the left. One to the right. Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the left side. He's going to be hit and brought down again right at the line of scrimmage. So early here, tough sledding for Carson Berry, but try to wear that defense out and get him going later. You got you to gotta keep him honest. Third and five coming up. And a big play coming up here for the Lex offense. It's third and five. 3.50 to go first quarter. Still scoreless here from West Holmes. The two highest-powered offenses in the OCC. Neither one of them scored. Minutemen will send one to the left. They've got 
Two tight ends off the left side, one split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol takes the snap. He'll fake a give. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. He's going to throw, and it's picked off. And coming the other way, Williams Dixon, he's going to take it to the house. He's to the 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. And West Holmes, the best team in the entire area offensively, starts the night on the scoreboard defensively. Yeah, they ran that little naked bootleg, and it looked like Cole was trying to fit the ball into uh, Baden Forp. It was a tight window, and like you said, Williams Dixon just jumped right underneath, picked it off, and there was, there was no one catching him. So 6-0, to zero, West Holmes strikes first, and it's on the defensive end. And Nick Ginsburg will get set to attempt the extra point. Snap is back, ball is down, kick is up, and it is right down the middle. Yeah, look at the bright side there. At least the offense gets the ball right back and you get a chance to come out and tie it up. And it's the first quarter, but if you're gonna find something to worry about so far tonight, Nick, it's just the lack of the uh, run game. Mm -hmm. Carson Berry just hasn't got it going yet. West Holmes has been in there on every play. And, of course, that's not Carson's fault, but love to see him turn uh, nothing into something here soon. 7-0, West Holmes. And I can't emphasize how weird this is, but <laughs> to see the first score of the game be on defense, kind of unusual. given the circumstances here with West Holmes having far and away the highest. I mean, they even make Shelby look a little soft offensively. They've put up 231 points offensively. Now 240 points total, but scored 231 points offensively in six weeks. Ginsburg lines up. He lines up short almost like an onside kick here right in front of us at the 40. He's going to pooch it down the far sideline. That's going to go out of bounds. So, you'll take that if you're the Minutemen. A penalty on the kickoff will give Lexington great field position again for the third time tonight. And they've got to do something with it here. They've got to keep pace with the Knights. One heads-up play there from Caden Eichler to not pick it up Just and try to go. run with it yep. too. So. Absolutely. So, coming into tonight, the uh, Minutemen in the first quarter this year have outscored their opponents 49 to 21. Now you can make that 49 to 28, but still, the first quarter is where the uh, Minutemen have really made their mark this year. And there's only three minutes and 22 seconds left in this first quarter to do so. They've got one off to the left, two to the right, but they're all close up to the line. They'll give it to Carson Berry on first down. Off the left side, gets through a hole, and he's out to the 40. And, Nick, it seems like every tackle for West Holmes, they're trying to suplex everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, and it's a big gang tackle every time, just too. picking people up and body slamming them, essentially, on every tackle tonight so far. So a good carry on first down for Carson Berry, second and five. Minutemen have the football at their own 41. Actually, they should give them six there, and they do. They corrected the scoreboard, second and four coming up, and that's the longest carry for Carson tonight so far. 
As keep an eye out on his total of yards tonight, Nick, because I want to congratulate him when he eclipses 1,000 all-purpose yards. They've got one to each side. They'll give Carson Berry again off the left side. This time he's only going to get maybe a yard. And I think they did give him one. Well, they might have given him. No, they did give him one. So that's going to set up third and three. Minute, minute, their own 42-yard line. Got to get to the 45. And they need this one. Scotty Roush will bring the play in off the sideline. He's going to replace Corbin Green. Hudson Moore also coming off. Baden Forup coming on. Minutemen have to get this thing in here. They've only got 12 go. on the play clock. <laughs> 10 on the play clock. Eichler and Roush off to the right. Carter Newman splits off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking. He's got a man. It's Scotty Roush down the middle of the field. Caught. He's to the 20, 15, coming near side 10, and he's down at the 4. Scotty Roush was wide open down the middle of the field. First and goal, Minutemen. Great strike there by Cole. And a big third down play. Minutemen have it down to the 3. They're going to mark it at the 3, actually. And that was that same play that they opened the game with. This time, Scotty just kept going down the field, and he was wide open. And there's the Minutemen we have come to uh, come to know this year. 1.15 to go first quarter. They're going to send Mason Thomas and Caden Eichler off to the left. Carter Newman split off to the right. Cole Polly in the pistol from the three. Takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the right side. He's in. Touchdown. Minutemen. They answer right back. Carson with his 13th touchdown of the year. And it's a three-yard run. And with the extra point pending, the Minutemen are right back in this thing. Way to get the momentum right back. And that was a gutsy play by Cole as he was rolling right and threw a strike down the middle of the field. And Scotty Roush, sure-handed yep, as always. Absolutely. And he was just trying to get over here to the near side and get into the end zone. Snap is back. Hold is a great Ooh. one. And that extra point just squeaks <laughs> yeah, through sure the left did. side. And I think A.J. Young might want to <laughs> roughing the kicker ears. I don't know if he was hit, but he definitely ended up on his back, maybe trying <laughs> to avoid the defender. He might have slipped, too. You never know Man. out here. This field could probably get a little slick. A.J. Young, 9 for 9 this year on extra points. His only missed kicking this year was, an, was a, a field goal that was blocked at Worcester. He's one for two in field goals, nine for nine in extra points. And just like that, the Minutemen strike back, and it is seven to seven here at Knight Stadium. We've still got a ball game. Man, that was gutsy. Yep, third. On third, third down. Short, third and short. <laughs> I mean, I love it. 105 to go, first quarter. A.J. Young will get the ball momentarily, and he'll set it up on the 40-yard line. He'll kick it left to right as we see it. And, Nick, I'm just – far be it from me to question any coaching philosophy or tactics, but why not put Williams-Dixon on kick returns oh, if you're West I know, Holmes? I know. Why not? <laughs> I, that kid seems like he can do everything. Do everything. I know it. He's the running back. He just had a pick six. Why not put him on the kick return team? Well, don't give him any advice. I guess you got to save him a little <laughs> bit. Wear him out if he does everything. But 
A.J. Young runs up, and he'll boot it. And it's a pretty good kick right in the middle of the field, down to the three, down to the two, and they'll bring it from the five to the 10, 15, down the far sideline, 20. He's out to the 30, and out to the 35, Man. across the 35 to the 36 is Sawyer Pritt. Just look, there's a ton of Minutemen over on that sideline, and Sawyer Pritt just kind of squeaked his way through. Well, they'll give him the 37 in the end, I believe. And with 56 seconds left here, Nick, you just got to get to that second quarter. Don't let them hit a big play here to end the first. You've got right back in this thing, and you got to keep the momentum. As Noah Clark going to have two to the left, two to the right in the shotgun this time. Does have a running back on his left hip. It is Shearer. He takes the snap, gives to Shearer. Off the right side, he's bottled up immediately, and he'll get a yard, but the Minutemen are all in there. And the run game so far tonight, not working for West Holmes. And not only the run game, but Nick, the uh, Minutemen have two sacks tonight already. Defensively playing fabulous football. The only reason West Holmes has scored is because they got a pick six. Noah Clark again in the shotgun, two to the left, two to the right. He'll send a man in motion. It's Williams Dixon. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the middle of the field, and it's tipped at the line, and incomplete as Noah Clark was hit there and as he threw, and I think that ball was tipped. It kind of fluttered out of there. Still had a lot of power on it, though. I yeah. think it was maybe just a fingertip. And, Nick, that sets up another third down for West Holmes. This Lex defense is locked in tonight. Third and 10 coming up for the Knights, and they're at their own 37-yard line. 7-7 seven, seven draw, 22 seconds to go first quarter. Noah Clark has two to the left and two to the right. He sends Shearer out of the backfield, and now he's got the ball back to pass, and he's going to be sacked again! The third sack already for the Minutemen all the way back at the 28-yard line. And this Lex defense is playing out of their minds right now. This front four is getting so much pressure. They might even brought a blitzer there as well. I mean, they're just getting to the quarterback right now. And that is the end of the first quarter, and you couldn't have ended it any better. You get a touchdown, and then you get possibly a three and out here for West Holmes as it looks like they're going to punt when we come back, and I would if I were them. It's fourth and 18 here on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Start of the second quarter here at Knight Stadium in Millersburg, Ohio, where, believe it or not, they've got a cell tower right directly in front of us next to the school. Thank goodness. Full 5G for me right now. Full bars, and baby. And for all the Amish out there that are cheating and <laughs> using the Internet. Thank you. They've got a, a tower right here. As Ginsburg gets the uh, punt away, it's end over end on the near sideline. Roush lets it go out of bounds at the 31. Great field position again, though, for the Minutemen. Yeah. They actually give them the 32. And here we go, Nick. The Minutemen coming off of a touchdown drive. 
See if they can stay hot and get the lead here for the first time tonight. That would be nice. So I told you that stat in the first quarter, Nick. The Minutemen now in the first quarter this year have outscored opponents 56 to 28. So they've doubled up their opponents in the first quarter this year. However, the second quarter, they've been outscored by 19 points. So the second quarter is where the Minutemen have struggled this year a little bit. They've got one to the left, one to the right, first and ten. Paulie in the pistol. He takes the snap. He'll give Carson Berry off the left side. He's got a little bit of a hole, but he got tackled by the one guy who had a chance at him, and it was Elisha Baldridge. And had he not gotten him, I'm not saying Carson would have taken it all the way, but he had at least a 15- or 20-yard gain right there. But Baldridge got a hold of him, and it'll be a gain of three. And with that, Carson Berry is officially at 1,000 all-purpose yards this year on the money. 1,000 exactly for Carson. Most of those rushing. He's got a few uh, receiving yards, but he's also got 158 return yards, Nick. Second and seven minute men at their own 35. One to each side. Pauly in the pistol again. They'll pitch it this time. Left side, Corbin Green. 35, 40. And he lowers his shoulder. And he's got a first down down the near sideline as he goes out of bounds. And that's something that we haven't really seen a whole lot of is Corbin Green running the football. So it's good to see him getting involved and getting the first down. Gain of eight. He needed seven. He got eight. And I love it when Corbin lowers his shoulder oh, great. at the end of a run. <laughs> Because he knows he's going to go down, but he wants to make it painful for the oh, defender for every sure. time. First and 10 minute men at their own 42 now. Cole Pauly gets the play from Carson Berry, and they will break the huddle. Nelson Carter Newman to the left. Caden Eichler by himself to the right. Pauly in the pistol with Corbin Green on his left hip. Carson Berry's right behind him. First and 10 from the 42. Polly takes the snap. He will fake a give. He's going to step back. He's going to drop back. He's looking. He's looking. Now he's going to have to run. Dumps it off. Corbin Green, 40, 45 down the far sideline. He's across midfield, and he gets out of bounds. Another first down, and maybe a late hit here at the end right. of the play. Yep. Flag flew in right at the end. And that was a great dump off yes. by Cole as yes. Corbin Green was just standing there as the safety valve, and he made Thank their – goodness the rest of the play with his legs, and now it looks like he may pick up a personal foul late hit out of bounds, and that's going to be 15 yards from the end of the run. That's going to put Lexington all the way down to the West Holmes 37-yard line. And just like that, Nick, you can feel this sideline over here just gaining some momentum. Yep. Getting a little extra pep in their step as Hudson Moore will bring on the play this time to Cole Pauley. And the Minutemen with 10.57 to go, second quarter. Tied right now, 7-7. But they are 37 yards away from taking this lead. They'll send three wide receivers to the left, one to the right, and it's Baden Forup. And they will take the snap, fake the give, get it out here to Corbin Green in the flat. He's going to run it out to about the 32. Gain of five on first down, and love to see... Corbin How doing, much? Yeah, Corbin doing it all right and now. And it's been all on this drive. Yeah. And now, Nick, I don't like this, but he's kind of just got a little bit of a limp. Hopefully he's not re-aggravating that ankle injury. But so far, so good for Corbin tonight. Second and five from the 32 this time. Carter Newman all the way out to the right. Caden Eichler near side on the left. Pauly in the pistol, pitches it out left side. Carson Berry, he's going to get to the 30, and he's going to be hit out of bounds near a first down. He's very close. We'll see. It is going to be third down, but maybe third, third and inch. one. 
And it is third and really short, Nick, maybe a half a yard. From the 28-yard line, I'm not quite sure tonight with the field being as slick as it's going to get with the dew. I don't know if you're going to be able to send A.J. Young out for anything longer than this. Yeah. So you got to get first downs here. Pauly in the pistol, one to each side. Corbin Green, Carson Berry with him. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle. He got the first down, still running out across the 20 and into the red zone. And the thing with running the ball with Corbin is I'm sure West Holmes, they're not prepared for it. I mean, you, Absolutely. You, all you see on tape is Carson Berry, Carson Berry, and now you have the bruiser and Corbin Green getting the ball. And I mean, he's hard to bring down. So a big first down. And the Minutemen come out from the 19, actually from the 20. Pauly in the pistol, give Carson Berry off the right side, and he's going to get right back to the 20, no gain. Second and 10 coming up. And they'll come out from the West Holmes 20. Big it's second right and now. 10. They'll have three wide receivers left, one to the right. Pauly in the shotgun, takes the snap, flings it out. Corbin Green near side, 20. He's to the 15. He's down the near sideline. Tana dives for a first down. And he dives out of bounds, and he flew like Superman. I mean, he was parallel to the ground. I thought he was going to make it in the end zone. Man. He dove from about the 10-yard line. We may have to take a picture of that and Photoshop a cape on him. So first and goal minute, man, at the 9-yard line now, and... Corbin Green getting all kinds of action on this drive, and he's making the most of it. Well, I like these bubbles they're running with him because it gets him out in space. One to the right, it's Carter Newman. Eichler to the left in the sh in the pistol, excuse me. Carson Berry off the left side. He's going to have to run out of bounds as he was forced out. Maybe lost a yard or two. It looked like that whole West Holmes front was all shifted over to that side. There's nowhere to go. That's going to set up second and goal at the... Oh, oh back to the three. 12. He lost three yards. 8-18 to go, second quarter. Tied at seven here at Knight Stadium in Millersburg. Yeah, Lex definitely running the clock right now. And you love to see that. Got to keep the ball away from West Holmes, although the Lex defense yeah, looks good. Maybe tough. we should keep him out there. Three wide receivers this time, two to the right, one to the left, and the pistol. Pauly takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the left side. He's to the 10, trying to get the edge, and actually gets down near the six or seven-yard line and out of bounds. Not a bad run there. Made uh, something out of nothing. Yeah. Still, though, third and goal now. Yep, from the six. And a six-yard gain for Carson there as he's maybe not going to get it tonight, but maybe next week. He's nearing that 1,000-yard mark on the ground this year, and that's incredible. Of course, just a little bit ago, Carson reached 1,000 all-purpose yards just for this season. Big third down here, third and goal from the six. They'll have two right up on the line to the right, one to the left. Pauly takes the pistol snap. They'll give Carson Berry in. He's going to be hit hard in the backfield. And the Knights just got in there and I think Carson tried to switch directions, he seeing the defender coming. He, he slipped right under the defender, and the defender laid a lick on him. Well, it looks like. 
And now they're going to send the field goal unit on. And they'll snap this from the eight. A.J. Young one for two on the year. His only miss was a blocked field goal at Worcester. Just got to get the snap down and should be a, should be a, I'm not going to say a gimme, but this is definitely in A.J.'s range. They'll set it down at the 15. This will be a 25-yarder. Snap is a great one. Hold is a good one. And the kick is up, and it Nailed is it. right down the middle, and A.J. Young crushed that one. And he gives the Minutemen the lead tonight for the first time, 10-7. to 7, And the clock is running here. They're going to have to figure that out, but they'll have about 7.25 to go in the second quarter when we come back. We'll get you updated on that in just a minute as we take a timeout. 10-7 Minutemen on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. 7.24 to go in the second quarter here at Knight Stadium, where the Minutemen have just taken the lead for the first time tonight off the leg of A.J. Young, a 25-yard field goal. They lead it 10-7, and they'll kick it off from right to left for the first time tonight. And the Minutemen here just got to keep playing that strong defense and go into halftime with the momentum. Do not let this thing get away from you to end the half here. And the Minutemen get the ball to start the second half. So if you can go in with some momentum and come out the second half running the clock a little bit, that's how you have a recipe for upsets. As A.J. Young runs up and boots it, it's going to be a squib down the far sideline. And the Knight's going to pick it up at the 14, out to the 20 down the far sideline. He's got room 30, 35, and he's still running across the 40 to the 42. And, Nick, oh, that man. was Sawyer Pritt again. Again. They just can't seem to keep the ball from him. So, are you kidding me? They're going to give him the 45-yard line. Wow. They gave him about three extra yards by my eyes. Either way, Minutemen have to stand strong defensively here. This is yeah, this the is best field stop. position for the yeah. Knights tonight so far. Is Noah Clark in the shotgun, two to each side, and Williams Dixon on his right hip. Clark sends Dixon out, and he'll throw it to him out of the backfield. He takes it on the near sideline. He's to the 50, trying to make a move, and gets pushed out of bounds. And a good tackle by Caden Eichler. And it'll set up second and four as they give him the... 49-yard line, and West Holmes, six. Say, and West Holmes has been setting that up the whole first quarter. They kept motioning him out to the right side, and they finally threw it his way. This time they'll go two to each side again, but in there at running back is going to be Brett Shearer this time as Clark in the shotgun. He'll send Williams-Dixon in motion again. They will hand it to him now off the left side. He's bottled up, and he's tackled. He's going to be about a yard or two short of a first down. He did pick up. And they picked up three, but it's going to set up a third and one here. Big play coming up as we've only got 6.55 to go in the second quarter. Minutemen with a 10-7 lead. And maybe so far early on tonight, this is the biggest play of the ballgame. 
at least for the Lex defense. Third and one. West Holmes across midfield, and they're at the Minutemen 46. Minutemen fans trying to make some noise here. As Williams Dixon going to take it in the Wildcat up the middle, and he's going to probably take this all the way unless Kate Neichler can catch him, and he does at the seven. Oof. A gain of 39. And we'll see where they mark it officially. I was right, down at the seven. So a gain of 39 for Williams Dixon. They're going to go again in the Wildcat. Two wide to each side. He'll take it again right up the middle. This time the Minutemen stop him. No gain. Second and goal coming up from the seven. Man, William Dixon, man, he shot through that hole. Well, and that may be the first time this year, Nick, that the Minutemen have seen the Wildcat. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Although I do, it does seem like someone else ran, sprinkled it in a little, but they didn't do much. Maybe Ontario week one. Yeah, you're right. But not a, a familiar look for the Lex defense. And, in fact, West Holmes going to go away from the Wildcat this time. Clark in the shotgun, three wide to the left, one to the right. Second and goal from the six. And he fumbles the snap. He's back. And the minute men are going to get in there. And they're going to get him again. The fourth time tonight already for the Minutemen defense. And that one may have been Noah's, Noah Clark's fault more than the Lex defense, but still you'll take what you can get as he kind of mishandled the shotgun snap, and that's... They're all the way back at the 12 now. A six-yard loss, third and goal from the 12. Here we go. Big, big play for the Lex defense here. West Holmes sends two to each side. Shearer on the right hip of Noah Clark. He'll send Williams Dixon in motion. Takes the snap. Minutemen in there again. And they get the pass out. And he steps going to be tackled for a loss on the far sideline. And A.J. Young read that the whole way. They tried to run the little bubble. A.J. slipped right underneath the block and made the play. And the big thing about that, Nick, is you push loss. this ball back a little bit. This is going to be a much harder field goal for Ginsburg than it would have been. A loss of five again, fourth and goal from the 17. And actually, that's really the 18, Nick. They're going to set this ball down at the 25. This will be a 35-yarder. This isn't an easy one. And Ginsburg, of course, has the leg for it, but it's on the far hash. And here we go. Snap is back. It's a good one. Hold is good. Kick is up, and it is good. Oh, he snuck it right. I think he snuck it right in there. And Gidsburg oh. answers A.J. Young's field goal with a field goal of his own. 10-10, 4-13 hey. to go. Great job yeah. by the Lex defense. Say, that's a win. They, West Holmes gets all the way down to the seven. You hold him to three. I mean, and you get the ball back. Plenty of time to score here. All three timeouts still. So if Lex can come down here, make a drive, take the lead going into half, and then they get the ball coming back out. And I'm being reminded here, Nick, and I can't argue with uh, with Coach Hammy, but he's telling me West or excuse me Worcester may have run a little bit of Wildcat with McKee. That is they might have. That is that is possible. I know Hammy was listening that night, so yeah. he would know better than I because he's probably paying attention to what I'm saying a lot more than I'm paying attention to what I'm saying. So I trust Hammy. But really, it's surprising, too, as popular as the Wildcat has become, you don't see it in high school all that often. No, it's really, really. kind of weird. Because in college, of course, it's college. a, it's a it's huge everywhere. thing now. Ginsburg has it up on the tee. He will pop it up. 
into the middle of the field. It's going to be taken by Eichler, 25-30. He's trying to get to the near side. He's got room to run. He's outside 35-40, and he's going to be tackled out at the 43-yard line. Great return by Caden Eichler, and it sets the Minutemen up with good field position with 4.04 to go, second quarter, deadlocked at 10 here at Knight Stadium. Oh, man, I thought Caden might have had the edge on the, if he would have just bumped it out one more time. I thought he had, had the edge out there, but nonetheless, great field position, plenty of time to score. And they'll give him the 42 there. And the Minutemen come out at their own 42. They'll come out and they'll split. Carter Newman off to the right in the slot. Caden Eichler out far to the right. Cole Pauley in the pistol. Carson Berry with him, sends Newman in motion. They'll give Newman off the left side a little end around, and he's going to get maybe a yard. We'll see how generous the referee is here, and they're not going to give him anything. Second and ten coming up. As Carson Berry will come off the field for this play. And they will send on Hudson Moore with the play. So they're going to go with a little bit of a bigger lineup, and we've seen that some tonight too, yep. Nick, where Hudson Moore's lining up at the running back slot. And you've got Corbin Green in there and Baden Forup. Well, now Lex, gotta, once again, they got to hustle here, get the playoff. They'll send two to the right, actually three to the right this time, one to the left. Cole Pauley in the shotgun, and Lex going to use one of their timeouts. And uh, that's all right. That's what they're for. You can't take them with you, and they've only got 3.18 to go here in the second quarter. So I think... Probably a smart timeout, but how about this, Nick? They keep they keep uh, sending Baden Forup out by himself off to the left. I, I like wonder it. if you get caught in a one on one, I'll take my yeah, chances going you, up top. You got to wonder what they're setting up because not only do they have Baden continuously splitting off to the left, but you've got Corbin Green in the slot, so yep. they're kind of forcing West Holmes to have to their safeties have to well. commit one way or the other and. Maybe they're setting up something here. Well, and like I mean, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they might go. They because they kept running. They keep running that bubble. I mean, there might be something coming on with the bubble, and maybe a throwback. Something I don't know. There's all kinds of possibilities. But yeah, it's been an interesting lineup when you got Baden, Hudson, and Corbin all out there at the same time. Makes well, it and, difficult to guard. And two, Nick. I mean, you're playing the six and zero number two team, has been number one most of the year in the region. Tonight's the night you want to pull stuff like yeah. that out. They'll have Baden Forup off to the left. Eichler and Newman off to the right. Cole Pauley in the pistol. It's second and ten. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. Far sideline. He's got Caden Eichler, and he's at the 43, trying to break a tackle. He gets out to the 46, a gain of four. It'll set up third and six with 3.05 to go, second quarter. Deadlocked at ten here at West Holmes. Now Lex here kind of got to get, kind of got to get in the tempo mode a little bit. Time. Time is of the essence right now. Maiden Forup will bring the play in off the sideline. And we'll see what they do here, Nick. Maybe this is the play they've been setting up. Caden Eichler comes off to the left with Carter Newman and Corbin Green. Baden Forup splits off to the right all by himself. Hudson Moore in there on the left hip of Cole Pauley, who's in the shotgun. Third and six, takes the snap, fakes the give, throws it out. Corbin Green caught it. He's at the 35, running back across the field, and he slipped and fell, and he's going to lose one yard. And West Holmes going to take a timeout here to try to save some time. 2.24 to go. Second quarter. We'll take a quick one with him as well. 10 to 10 here at West Holmes on fearthevillage.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. It's been a great one so far here from Millersburg in... uh, Inside Knights Stadium, 10 to 10. Each team had a touchdown in the first quarter. Each team had a field goal here in the second quarter. And with 2.24 to go in the second quarter, the Minutemen are going to send on the punt unit and try to end this first half with a little bit of a field position chess match as A.J. Young standing back at his own 33. Awaiting the snap. It's a good one. He takes the snap, and he gets away a wobbler, but it's going to have to bounce and roll, and this is good for the Minutemen as they will down it at the 26. So that's just what you wanted if you were the Minutemen. Now the defense here has to make a big stop. 2.15, West Holmes with two timeouts left. This would be a big stand going into halftime. And Nick Lex also has two timeouts left, so any incomplete pass is like a free timeout for the Minutemen. You know, if you can hold them to a three and out, you might get the ball back with good field position. Yep. But the main thing, like you said, is just stopping them. You cannot give up any points going into halftime here. Whether you can get the ball back in scores, that would just be a bonus. And here come the Knights with five wide, four of them going to split off to the right. Williams-Dixon splits off to the left by himself. Noah Clark in the shotgun. And (laughs) Lex going to figure this thing out. They only had two DBs over here on the left side, and there were four four wide receivers. receivers. (laughs) That's okay, though. He's still got one timeout left, and better safe than sorry. 2.15 to go, second quarter. And it was almost like West Holmes lined up in a diamond over here. They had a quads to the right diamond formation. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but I sounded smart saying it. It is a thing now. That's the West Holmes diamond offense. That's what we're <laughs> going to call it. And now, now West Holmes, now that Lex has figured out <laughs> the quads, not they're not going to come out in quads now. Well, we'll see. And of course they're not. No. Now maybe. I don't know what uh, Zevin Proper's doing over there. And, of course, West Holmes not going to come out in their diamond offense this time. They'll have three to the right, one to the left. Williams-Dixon on the left hip of Noah Clark, who's in the shotgun. Second and ten, or excuse me, first and ten. He'll take the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's winding up. He's going down the middle of the field. And it's picked off by Corbin Green. And he's at the 45, carrying Knights down to the 42. And Corbin I, Green I, undercut it. I saw that coming the whole way. He, he, he baited Dixon. He baited the quarterback the whole way. Corbin was right in position, right at the last minute, jumped right underneath. It was great. I mean, you couldn't have played that any better. That is huge because now you get the ball on the West Holmes side of the field. You got 2.02 to go. You still got a timeout. Minutemen are in business, and they've got to make something happen here. They're going to have it at at the West Holmes 42-yard line. So give Corbin... 
An interception over there in the stat book, Nick. Yeah. And that was a great one, man. He came flying over there. Two to the left, one to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol, first and 10. At the West Holmes, 42, sends Newman in motion. They will give it to him, and a reverse, and A.J. Young has it. He's looking down the field, and now he's going to have to throw, and it is almost picked off, and we've got a flag. We'll see what it is here. Might be holding on, and might be Baden Forup over there. They try to reverse with A.J. Young, the, who's been the backup quarterback for the last couple of years. And they were going to try to let him throw it, and I think they had a man way down yeah. at like the 15. Yeah, but it was Caden Eichler streaking down the field. He came all the way from the backside. And what? How is it an illegal forward pass? He was behind the line. They just called an illegal forward pass when nobody had thrown the ball yet and A.J. Young hadn't crossed the line of scrimmage. The line of scrimmage was the 42. He threw it from about the 40, between the 45 and the 50-yard line. Wow. That was a missed call there by the referee. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's really bad. Well, not, and they lose it. Well, they and it's lost it down as well, so now second and 18. Which they don't have it up on the scoreboard as a loss of down, but it is second yeah. and 18 from the 50. Pauly takes the pistol snap, pitch out to the left. Carson Berry at the 50, at the 45, down to the 44. Yeah, that, that, I still can't get over that call. I'm not sure how it's an illegal forward pass. Maybe on the pitch, but even the pitch was backwards. backwards. Yeah, I don't, wow, I, I don't understand I don't know, that man. One. That was a – Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. third and 12, 1.30 to go. Second quarter, clock is rolling. Two to the right, two to the left. Pauly back in the shotgun, takes the snap. He throws near sideline, and it is almost caught by Carter Newman down here on the near sideline. Actually, that was Roush. But it was just a little behind him. And now, Minutemen here. It's kind of a weird spot. I mean, well, they, you'd think you'd want to pin them deep here. Yeah, and yeah. here they come with the punt unit. You don't want any damage done here. 120 to go. You're content getting into half with a tie if you can because that possession there was just a free one anyways. Yeah. So you definitely don't want to give West Holmes the ball back with any momentum. This is unfortunate. We couldn't capitalize there. And I still, that was a missed yeah, call, and that big hurt. time. Should have been second and 10, not second and 18. Mm -hmm. Good snap. A.J. Young going to punt it away. A great spiraling punt. And down at the 10, the Knights will make the catch, and they'll run it out towards the 15, a five-yard return. And was that Kaufman, Nick, I believe? Yes, it was. Tucker Kaufman out to the 15. So with 1.10 to go in the first half, West Holmes deep in their own end at the 15-yard line. We'll see what they do now. Because if they try to force something again here and the Minutemen somehow get another turnover, they're going to have great field position. And who would have thought this would have been such a defensive battle that it's been so far? I mean, like you, Absolutely. Keep, I mean, like you mentioned, the two highest scoring teams in the OCC this year, yep. and they're deadlocked at 10. So Noah Clark will come out. And he's going to be in the shotgun this time. And he takes the snap. Give Williams Dixon up the middle. He's got room to run, and he's going to try to break it near side. We might have had a block in the back here, but no call. And tackled. They missed a hold, too. Of, 
Bounds down here on the near sideline at the 43. They missed a block in the back, back at the 35-yard line. Wow, that was a huge missed call. Scotty Roush was getting pushed right in the back, or maybe that was A.J. Young. Wow. Down to the 42, and just like that, West Holmes in business. 59 seconds to go, first half. Noah Clark in the shotgun, three to the left, one to the right. They'll send Williams-Dixon out to the right now. Clark takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's winding up. They got another hold here. Yeah, they, they call that one. Time. Noah Clark takes off. He's at the 40. He's at the 35, and he's going to be tackled down at the 30. Takes a hard hit. And how are they no going to call? Way. They're going to call something there. I'm not sure what, though. Maybe targeting? Unbelievable. We've had three extremely controversial calls here in the last minute. There's no way. Unreal. You have got to be kidding me. So we're going to have a hold back here, but then we're probably going to have a targeting call, which is uh, Leighton Nosa was holding Noah Clark, trying to rip him to the ground, and then a minute man came up and laid a lick on him. What's that it, was I mean, just it wasn't good old dirty. Yeah, football. I mean, he didn't leave with the helmet or anything. It, I'm not sure what the call's going to be here. Maybe Unbelievable. And this is, this is coming right one play after. Unbelievable. Illegal no helmet contact. I And they get Nick, it all the way down at the 30 now. Is that what it's gonna is that what they're doing? Okay, I was gonna say they better move the ball back at least. <laughs> You're gonna I mean, hose Nick, us on the calls. I, I'm just I, as the, as the weeks go on and as the years go on it's, where we cover Lexington, I, I just run out of words. <laughs> Unbelievable. West Holmes ball at the Lex 42. Lex has to regroup here. Clark takes the shotgun snap. He's back. He's winding up. He's going down the far sideline. And down there at the five making a one-handed grab is Garrett Estep, and I was just going to say, Nick, how great the coverage was by A.J. Young it there. Was, it was great. I mean, there's nothing else he could have done. And Estep makes a one-handed falling backwards grab at the six. 28 seconds to go in the first half. Clark in the shotgun. They hurry up. They'll give Williams-Dixon up the middle. He's going to be stuffed. And, clock is and West Holmes going to take a timeout. Let's see how much time they give him, though, because they hadn't even called the play dead before they got the timeout called. 19 seconds left. So they did waste nine seconds there. West Holmes now with one timeout left, and they'll have the ball at the seven-yard line. And it's just deflating, Nick. I, you know, for us up here, it's deflating. I can't imagine how, it's, how it is down on the sideline yeah. when you just three plays on this drive, you get uh, either a no call or a, a just a – I mean, a legal helmet contact, that, that's not even a call. If you're going to call a helmet-to-helmet <laughs> tackle, that's one thing. But what is a legal helmet contact? I mean, come on. Does that mean nobody can touch anybody's helmet with any part of their body I, ever? I'm not sure. I mean, that's I'm ridiculous. I'm not sure at all, man. It, I, Illegal helmet contact. When Lex goes on the road, they never get any help. Got to stand strong here for yep. the minute, men. And it's going to be second and goal from the seven. 19 seconds left. West Holmes does have one timeout. And here we go. Noah Clark in the shotgun, three to the left, one to the right. He takes a low snap. He's going to roll right. He's going to roll, 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 throw over the wide receiver's head. Third down, 15 seconds to go. 
DJ Johnson right in position with East step foot for foot. Yep, and Noah Clark had to either overthrow that or throw it to DJ. Yep. I mean, he was right there. Third and goal from the seven. 15 seconds to go, second quarter. Lex just trying to get into halftime unscathed here. Three to the left, one to the right. East step in the shotgun. Sends Williams-Dixon in motion, takes the snap, pitches out right side to him. He's running outside to the five, and he's going to be tackled short of the end zone. No They're going to give it to him. He was tackled just out at the, the one. Just because the pylon is knocked over, he was short. He was tackled out at the one. One of the Lex defenders hit the pylon, and, of course, they said Williams-Dixon hit the pylon. Touchdown, West Holmes. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. Oh. Unbelievable. The extra point by Nick Ginsburg coming here with eight seconds to go in the first half. This has just been a nightmare for the officiating crew in the second quarter. The extra point is up, and it is good. And then, you know, it, it's, it's a shame, and I've said this before, Nick. I've said this before. This may not be uh, a popular opinion, but if the referees who have complained for years and years about parents getting upset in the crowd, and then now they have a, 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 an officiating shortage, if they don't want there to be an officiating shortage, if you don't want the fans in the crowd to be upset, you cannot You <laughs> cannot miss calls like that. Williams-Dixon went out at the one-and-a-half-yard line. Yeah, a, he wasn't a, close to a touchdown yeah, there. It was a Lex defender, clearly, that knocked it over on the play. You miss a block in the back, yep. way back here on the first play of the drive. You call helmet-to-helmet contact on a play that – it was just a good, solid, hard hit. I, yeah, I did I not see the helmet-to-helmet helmet there. I didn't either. Well, and then also the illegal forward pass. Illegal you forward the down, pass. You lose eight yards there. I mean, it's just been the last three yes. minutes of this quarter. I've really gotten away from the officiating crew. I mean, <sighs> I try to be obje as objective yeah. as I oh, can. Even yeah, though absolutely. I, even though I'm a Lexington fan, I'm here calling the game for Lexington. I get that, but I try to be objective, and this has just been a poor second quarter for the oh. officiating crew. As Lexington going to have to jump on an onside kick here. West Holmes with a little bit of a, a squib that went off of one of the Lex up men. Seven seconds to go in the first half. I think you just take a knee here and just – well, of course, if you try to do that, the officiating <laughs> crew will somehow find a way to give the football to West Holmes. I mean, that's how it feels sometimes if you're a Lex fan. Unbelievable. I just, like I said, I, I lose words by the week with the <laughs> officiating crews. It's to the point now where I can't say much more. 17-10, to 10, Lexington. Going to have one more shot here. Cole Pauly in the shotgun. He will give it. Carson Berry up the middle. Now bounces out to the right side. He gets a few. And he'll get maybe five or six yards there. And that's the end of the first half. A first half that should have ended in a tie. Ends with a West Holm touchdown. And they lead it 17-10. to 10. And when we come back, we'll have stats. And we'll have scores from around North Central Ohio. And Lexington will get the ball to start the second half. Stay with us. Something magical is bound to happen here in the second half when we come back on fearthevillage.com. 
VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown
downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Knight Stadium where the West Holmes Knights get a late touchdown to take the lead right before halftime, 21-14 to over, or excuse me, 17-10. to I don't know where I got 21-14 to at. 17-10 to over the Lexington Minutemen. Hi again, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And uh, we want to congratulate Carson Berry tonight on having 1,000 all-purpose yards just in this season alone. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good feat. And it may have happened last year. I uh, my my brain is a little fuzzy, but I do remember two years ago, uh, Alex Green surpassed a thousand all-purpose yards in the 2019 season. So congrats to Carson Berry and. Uh, He's less than 200 yards away on the ground now from being at 1,000 rushing yards for this season. So that's a pretty good accomplishment as well for Carson, who now has 13 touchdowns on the year. He had a three-yard touchdown rush there in the first half, and that was the one touchdown that the Minutemen had in the first half. And uh, I will let Nick do the rest of the scoring plays and the stats from the first half. Yeah, for both teams being... The two top scorers has been a defensive battle, really. I mean, West Holmes opened up the game. They had the pick six to take the lead 7-0 there in the first quarter. And then Lex responded pretty much right away with a run from Carson Berry from three yards out to tie it 7-7. Lex took the lead in the second quarter 10-7 on a 25-yard field goal from A.J. Young. And then, of course, Nick Ginsburg, he he tied the game up with a 34-yard field goal to make it 10-10. And then right there at the end of the first half, controversial from up here, but nonetheless, Sam Williams-Dixon punches it in from seven yards out to end the first half four to take the lead 17-10 to going into halftime for the Worcester Knights. But uh, overall, the it's been a tough game so far. Lex only 154 yards of total offense compared to West Holmes, only 103. So they're, they're really keeping that high-powered offense at bay. They're getting really good pressure on quarterback uh, – Noah Clark, and it's just been great pressure. He's gotten sacked probably five times already in the first half, so they're doing a great job, and they're not really blitzing much. They're bringing the front four, and that's about it. But 94 yards passing for Cole Pauley, 7 of 11, and he also threw the one interception. And like I said, Noah Clark, only 3 of 8 for 37 yards, and he has a pick himself. Uh, Let me see here. Corbin Green undercut him and picked him off right there in the second half. Uh, Carson Berry, 16 carries, 39 yards, and the one touchdown to make him th- his total up to 13 for the year. Corbin Green, two two rushes for 15 yards. He's also got four receptions for 21 yards. They've been hitting him on these little bubble screens, getting him out in some space. So good to see Corbin getting the ball on offense here a little bit more than we're used to seeing. Scotty Roush with the one catch for 55 yards on the play action. Naked bootleg from Cole Pauly. Hit him in stride down the field, and he just couldn't outlast that uh, West Holmes defense. But nonetheless, the one catch for 55 yards. Caden Eichler, two catches for 18 yards. Um, but, yeah, like, like I said, it's just been a tough defensive battle, really, in the first half. Both both offenses have been kind of stagnant. It's been a battle of field position so far in the first half. Both teams have punted three times. Um, so it's just been 
It's been a defensive battle, and it, it and I think that plays into Lex's hands really. Uh, Lex is being really physical up front. They're they're not getting the push that they're used to getting on the offensive line. So I'm sure Coach Ryan Oliver here at halftime is going to preach to his O line that they need to get some better push to get Corbin and Carson out in these holes and get them some space to run. So, but nonetheless, a, a great first half defensively for the Minutemen, and let's hope they can continue here in the second half. And the band of gold out there doing their thing. Performing here at halftime. And we've got about uh, 12 and a half minutes until the second half kickoff. Lexington will receive that second half kickoff. We'll take another quick break. When we come back, we'll have scores from around North Central Ohio. As right here at West Holmes, the Knights lead the Minutemen 17 to 10 at halftime on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Knight Stadium. At West Holmes High School in Millersburg, Ohio, where the Knights have a lead 17-10 over the Minutemen. A little bit of a controversial end to the first half, to say the least. Uh, Corey Durbin back here with you on the fearthevillage.com halftime show. Some scores from around North Central Ohio. Carey with a 42-0 lead over Upper Sandusky. It is Shelby with a 13-0 lead on Galleon, and that game is in the third quarter. 13-0. Who would have thought Shelby and Galleon would be that low scoring? Edison, 48, Willard, nothing. Clear Fork shutting out Ontario, 31 to nothing, down in the Valley. Gibsonburg shutting out Monroeville, 35 nothing. So far, the night of the shutout. Worcester leads Mount Vernon, 30 to seven. It's Norwalk trailing Sandusky, 13 to zero. Lucas leads Tiffin Calvert, 23 to 14. River Valley, 35, Pleasant, 14. Seneca East, 20, Winford, 18. Ashland leads Mansfield Senior at Arlen Field, 24 to 14. It is uh, Fairless, 26, Loudonville, nothing. Marion Harding, 13, Madison, 14. Or, excuse me, Marion Harding, 30, Madison, 14. Uh, Plymouth leading Mapleton, 34-30. Highland, 34, Fredericktown, 6. Marion Elgin, 35, Ridgedale, 6. It's Colonel Crawford, 35, and Mohawk, 7. Crestview all over South Central, 49-13. to It is... As we try to get you some more scores here, Bellevue 20, Perkins nothing, Danville 26, Cardington nothing, Bucyrus 14, Buckeye Central nothing, Centerburg over Mount Gilead 28-7, it's Waynesfield 38 and Crestline nothing. Trying to make sure I didn't miss any scores for you. And of course we will uh, keep you updated as the night goes on. But here at Knight Stadium it is West Holmes 17, Lexington 10, Minutemen get the ball to start the second half here in about uh, seven minutes on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com. 
featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric RFME can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second half action here at West Holmes as the Knights have taken the field. They're beginning to stretch, and the Minutemen also coming down onto the field down to our left and uh, getting warmed up. The uh, scoreboard says a minute 45, but of course they'll add a couple of minutes. West Holmes band still performing on the far sideline over there for the home crowd. And uh, we're just patiently awaiting the second half. As the Minutemen and Nick's trying to eat all the no bakes. I still haven't had one yet. So I don't know what's going on over here. But Mrs. Polly is going to be disappointed to know that I only got one of these. Well, blame Kayla. She had two, I think. I really only had one, I promise. And and my dad stole half of one. 
Of course he did. I know, as he's got his popcorn over here right in front of us. I know he can hear us. This deserves, this deserves like a video on Instagram all by itself. Derek Lazier sitting in the stands eating his popcorn. By himself, just sitting here. This is quite entertaining, His own actually. little universe. He literally is just zoned in right now. He is locked into that bucket of popcorn the way, like, an NBA player, when they're just on a heater, they get locked in and they don't see anybody else on the floor. Oh, and it's done. And Derek Lazier just polished off an entire bucket of popcorn without stopping, without breaking stride. Oh, wait, there's more. Uh-oh. And now he's busting out one of the candy bars. Can we confirm? What is it, Nick? It, it is a Reese cup. A Reese cup. Okay. Look at that. He does love his peanut butter. The way he scarfed down that popcorn, he may eat the Reese cup with the wrapper still on it. <laughs> oh, he almost did it. <laughs> so uh, That was a great segment. Great. Now they add the, uh, the three minutes back on the clock to give the uh, teams a... A little extra warm-up time here. Copali right in front of us. They're on some 50-yard warm-up passes with ease. Casual, you know. So, Nick, Minutemen trailing 17-10. to 10. They get the ball to start the second half. What do they have to do to put West Holmes in the loss column for the first time this year? Well, they got to pay the officials a little bit more than West Holmes did here in the second half. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, I think just do it. I mean, they're, they're doing what they need to do right now, really. I mean, they're playing great defense. They just got to continue the pressure. Noah Clark's been uncomfortable here the whole first half. I mean, yep. there's only been a couple plays where he's even had some time to throw the ball downfield. Um, other than that, it, there really hasn't been a lot of big plays. I know uh, Sam Williams-Dixon, he had that big long run when they set up in that Wildcat. But other than that, there really hasn't been a lot of offense. It's been really been a battle of field possession. Um, so... I really just think Lex needs to come out in this first, well, second half. They need to come out right away, respond. They need to score, whether it be a touchdown or three. You need to score coming out right away and, and let West Holmes know that you're still here and ready to go. So I think if they can come out and score and respond right away, they'll be right there at the end of this game. So I think it's going to be a great second half. I'm sure West Holmes has made some adjustments. Hopefully Lex did as well. Um, just kind of to key that that running back because he's really the only one hurting them right now. Williams Dixon really is the only one that made multiple big plays in the first half for West Holmes. They did have a few big plays from other receivers, but he's the one consistency when it came to the 10-yard-plus plays for West Holmes. And as Nick mentioned there during the halftime show, Williams Dixon also had the pick six. Yep. Which really, that's kind of the, you know, they don't get the pick six and they don't get a little help at the end of the first half from the referees. Lex might be leading this thing 17-3 to three or so. Instead, they trail at 17-10. to 10. And West Holmes comes out. They're getting set to kick the ball off. Nick Ginsburg. Got to wait on the clock to hit the uh, triple zeros here first. About 30 seconds left, but. Lexington running out. They're ready to go. And they're going to send Jordan Byrice back with Carson Berry and Cade Eichler to return this. But West Holmes really hasn't had yep. a straight-up kickoff yet. They've been so the really doing some gimmicky stuff. 
Yeah, the up end needed to be ready here for anything because it would not. I would not put it past West Holmes to try an onside kick here to start the second half. West Holmes doinked it off of one of the Lex up men to end the first half there, but Lexington aware enough to get back on it. The rest of the kits, uh, kicks by Ginsburg in the first half were just kind of pop-up kicks to about the 20. So we'll see what they do here to start the second half. And this first drive may determine how the rest of the night goes for the Minutemen. As Ginsburg going to kick it left to right as we see it. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Second half action, fearthevillage.com. He finally kicks one deep. Carson Berry's going to have it at his five. To the 10, to the 15, down the near sideline, 20, and he stumbles at the 25. He had some more room, but he just kind of slipped. Legs slipped out from under him down there on the near sideline. A decent return of 20 yards for Carson, and the Minutemen will start. Oh, at the 26. And they will start at the 26, like Nick said. So a 21-yard return there for Carson Berry, adding to his all-purpose yard total. Actually, they're going to give him the 27, Nick. 22-yard return for Carson. So Carson just adding to that all-purpose total. And he's nearing 200 yards returning on the season. So here we go, start of the second half, and the Minutemen bring out only one wide receiver. He's to the left. It's Carter Newman. He comes in motion. Cole Pauly in the pistol, first and 10. They will give it. Carson Berry off the right side, and he's going to gain maybe a yard there on first down. And the West Holmes crowd getting a little bit into it here as it has cooled off significantly here at Knights Stadium. Most people would call this good football weather, but this year, we haven't seen really. I mean, last week was a little chilly, but got a little bit of a later start than usual tonight at 7.30 kickoff, so that's going to definitely have an effect as the temperature goes in the end of the night here. Second and nine. Minutemen with two off to the left. Pauly in the pistol again. He's waiting. He takes the snap. He's back. He pump fakes left. He's going to roll right. He's looking, he's winding up down the middle of the field, and he just undershoots Caden Eichler, who was open down at the West Holmes 40, and it's going to be third and nine. Yeah, Caden was wide open there down the seam, but Cole had to roll all the way out to his right side and kind of throw it across his body over to that left hash. So, I mean, it's a tough throw down the field. Caden With his arm, though, I wonder if Cole slipped or maybe a defender was coming towards him because... He really didn't get as much on that as he Usually. clearly could have. Yeah. So I wonder, and of course, as we go into the night, the colder it gets, the more uh, that yeah. water's, the moisture's going to form on the field. Third and nine, one to each side. Pauly in the pistol again. He will take. He will fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to slip and fall down with nobody around him. I mean, he was. there was pressure coming, but he had time to get out of there, and he just kind of slipped and fell down all the way back at the 18. Not the start you want if you're the Minutemen, and now they're going to have to punt deep in their own end. Well, and like you said, that that field, it's, it's going to get very slick here now as we get later on in the night. Fourth and 19 for the Minutemen. They only burn a minute and a half off the clock. A.J. Young standing back at his own five. And these returners for West Holmes are deep. And A.J. gets an end-over-end punt away. It's going to take a nice Lex bounce. And West Holmes is going to try to pick it up. 
and they will be tackled as they run backwards 10 yards all the way back to the 35. Tucker Kaufman, they'll give him forward progress to the 36. Great coverage by the Minutemen. And even though that took a great bounce for A.J., that's still going to add up to be a long punt for A.J. What was the total on that one, Nick? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. About a 36-yard punt. Man, that felt a lot longer. Because he ran backwards, too, so that helped. <laughs> so they'll have it at the 37. So a net gain there, though, yeah. for the Lex defense of about 50 yards. Over 50 yards. Noah Clark in the pistol, two to each side. Williams-Dixon in the backfield with him. We'll send a man in motion and give it up the middle. Williams-Dixon bouncing around. He gets a couple of yards, and the Minutemen, Corbin Green comes up and lays a nice hit down. And Dixon got five yards on that first down carry. Second and five coming up from their own 42. Minutemen have got to get a stop here because – you don't want to get behind against this high-octane offense of West Holmes. They'll send Williams-Dixon out of the backfield in motion. Noah Clark back to pass. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw down the middle of the field, and it is caught. Garrett Estep, who seems to have been here for 15 years, makes the grab at the 20. He's like a seventh-year senior, yes, it seems I'll like. I would say, same with Noah My Clark, goodness. too. They've both been here a while. Similar to Worcester with the McKee brothers, it seems like when Clark and Estep leave, this team is in trouble because they have been here forever. And they'll give Williams-Dixon off the left side, bouncing around, dancing around, all the way down inside the 10. Gain of about 12 there. This is not looking good for the Minutemen. And this is not what you wanted to see early in the second half. And all the way down to the seven. So they will give him the seven first and goal. Uh, Noah Clark takes a low snap. He'll give Williams-Dixon off the left side. Touchdown, but we're going to have a hold. Yep. We're going to have a hold. It's coming back. As Matt Dwyer got clobbered, he got held, clobbered, and then <laughs> kneed in the face <laughs> on the ground. That should have been illegal helmet contact by somebody on there. I mean, the defender's got his knee jammed into the face mask of Matt Dwyer. How is that not a made-up penalty? <laughs> so they'll mark this back after the holding call to the 19-yard line. My goodness. Poor Matt Dwyer. He's pinned down there. It looked like a UFC match. <laughs> so first and goal now from the 19. Noah Clark in the pistol. Two to the right, one to the left. And another penalty flag comes in as they give it to Williams-Dixon. He's going to lose a yard. And we've got another penalty flag down, Nick. Hey, maybe a sideline warning on West Holmes. Oh, so, it's the, so they did get the first one. They just never officiated Okay, so, so Nick, there, you're going to count that last play and lose five yards. So it's now second down and goal from the 24-yard line. Got to stand strong here if you're the Minutemen. Lex Crowd getting a little bit into it here. Second and goal from the 24, need a big stop. Noah Clark comes out in the shotgun, two right, two left. He's got Shearer in there as well on, his, on the left side. And another penalty, and I think maybe... False start. West yeah. Holmes jumped! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, and this... 
Dare I say, Nick, are we getting all of the makeup calls I, in one drive? We might be. My we'll goodness. See here. It seems like the referees are throwing more flags than they own. Uh. Second and goal from the 29. And the Lex crowd with every penalty just keeps getting more and more into it. Hopefully you can hear that at home, but they're now stomping on the bleachers. This is great. Second and goal from the 29. Clark in the shotgun, two wide to each side. They'll send a man in motion. It's E-step to the left. He takes the snap. Clark back to pass. He's looking. He's throwing. Wow. End zone. Down in the corner of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. And no penalty flags are on the field. And E-step again. Puts a dagger into the heart of the Lex defense. And they brought E-step all the way in motion across from right to left, and he just kept going right off the snap, and it was just a little corner route, and Noah Clark hit him right where only E-step could get it. And it just seemed like E-step was never going to run out of room down there. It just seemed like the field got double the size during halftime. And West Holmes extends their lead. Now the biggest lead of the night for either team. It's 23-10. Nick Ginsburg on to attempt the extra point. And Owen Jeffries will hold. It's a not a great snap, and it's a good hold, though, and the extra point squeaks into the left upright. 24-10, 8-14 to go third quarter. We'll see if the Minutemen can answer and battle back here on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 24-10, West Holmes with the biggest lead of the night in the ballgame for either team now. With 8.14 to go third quarter, and they'll get set to kick it off from left to right. And the Minutemen, you just get the feeling that uh, they're running out of chances here. They have to answer here with some points. Ginsburg. Running up and booting it, and he'll kick it near side, and that's going to be Byrice from the 10 to the 15 to the 20. He's tripped up, and he will get out to about the 23, maybe the 24. We'll see exactly where they mark it, and the Minutemen will take over here. Minutemen will have the football. And they'll mark it at the 23 to start this drive. See what the Minutemen have up their sleeve here. They've got plenty of time, but you just can't continue to, to give the ball back to West Holmes and expect the defense to win you this game at this point, trailing by two touchdowns. Cole Pauley in the pistol. Two right, one left, bunched up to the line. They will give on first down to Carson Berry off the left side. He's dancing around, gets out of the first tackle and gets over the 25 out to about the 26, a gain of three, second and seven coming up. Carson just slowly tonight, but surely keeps adding to his rushing total. 
Love to see him break that 1,000-yard mark next week against Ashland. But they need him to do it, get close to it tonight here. Cole Pauly in the pistol with one wide receiver, split off to the right, takes the snap. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle on a little fullback handoff there, and he'll get out to about the 28, gain of two more. It'll set up third and five. And I would not want to meet Corbin Green in the hole there. No chance. And that was really the first time West Holmes has taken him down with ease tonight. Oh, here we go. It's, I mean, this is a big third down. All the momentum right now in West Holmes' corner. So if Lex can convert here, keep moving the chains. Yeah, got to keep this, got to keep this drive alive. Cole Polly will send two to the right. It's AJ Young, Cade Eichler in the slot. Carter Newman off to the left. Pauly in the pistol, third and five. Takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He throws right, and it is incomplete as he had a man right behind him in the backfield almost before he could even start rolling out there. And the throw is just a little off to Caden Eichler. It's going to set up fourth down, and the Minutemen will have to punt. Yeah, they brought Elijah Baldridge there on a little stunt from his linebacker position to shot right through the line. There was no chance. Back to return are Pritt and... Kaufman, A.J. Young going to back up to punt this thing from about his own 15-yard line. He stands on his own 16. West Holmes looks like they may bring a little pressure here. We'll see. And they actually don't. A.J.'s going to get this thing away cleanly. It's going to bounce short of Kaufman and roll, and he picks it up. 35, he's coming far side now and being chased by Mason Green, and he gets him all the way back behind the 30, back near the 25, and again. West Holmes runs backwards on a punt. Cohen Moore down on the far sideline. And he's going to get up and try to walk it off, and he may have been kicked on accident, Nick, yeah, I think in you're... a spot that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> and Cohen will stay on the field. So again, Nick, West Holmes loses yardage on the punt return. They may have negative yardage on punt returns <laughs> yeah. tonight overall. And they go all the way back to the 28. Lex defense got to get the ball back here. West Holmes going to have two to each side. Make that. Oh, yes, two to, the, two to each side as they get set up here. Noah Clark in the shotgun. He'll send Williams-Dixon in motion, take the snap. They'll give to him up the middle. He's going to cut and cut and eventually brought down at the 32, a gain of four. Second and six coming up for West Holmes with... 6.23 to go in the third quarter. West Holmes leads this one 24-10. to 10. They'll send two to the right and two to the left. Noah Clark in the shotgun with Shear on his right hip. Big second down and six play here for the Minuteman defense. Clark. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being rushed. They set up a screen play on the far sideline, though, and they've got it out to the 40 and out to the 43. That's going to be a first down. Knights, as the Minutemen were just a half a step away from getting in there on Clark on that screen play. And it was nicely set up there for the Knights, and they get a first down. Out to their own 43. Clark already back in the shotgun, two to each side. And he sends the running back out as well. He takes the snap. He's looking left. He's looking left. And and the Minutemen, they think they picked it off. Caden Eichler thinks he picked it off, but the referee said it was incomplete. It's kind of a weird play. I, I, I couldn't really tell from this angle. It, it 
Caden, I mean, he made a great play on the ball. Well, what's odd was the the offici uh, the official behind Caden Eichler's back was the one that called it incomplete initially, but the side judge didn't overrule him. Uh, evidently, he must have must have dropped that one. But a great play by Caden. It'll set up second and ten. Five thirty to go, third quarter. Clock is stopped. Knights send two to each side. Clark in the shotgun again. He takes the snap and rolls right immediately. He's looking right. He's throwing right. And it is almost picked off again by Caden Eichler. Great coverage, though. As he almost picked it down here on the near sideline, third and ten. Coming up for the Knights. Yeah, Eichler read it the whole way, slipped right underneath him, almost picked it. Man. Oh, man, that would have been big. Good thing here, though, is West Holmes with the incomplete passes, saving a little bit of time. Yeah. Not that the clock is becoming a factor yet, but it will be here very soon. And West Holmes going to have to burn a timeout here midway through the third quarter. 5.24 to go, third quarter. And West Holmes with a 24-10 lead. Minutemen with a big third down play coming up when we come back on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSPN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Big third down play here for the Knights. As Noah Clark in the shotgun with two to each side, takes the snap, he rolls right. He's looking right, he's looking right, and it's going to be caught on the near sideline? Are you kidding me? Coach Massey's down there pointing at the spot where the receiver went out of bounds. Yeah, you could probably see the grass where, where the step was. Needless to say, it was a first down. Wow. And they immediately are back up to the line. Williams-Dixon gets a carry. He's going to get a few yards here. Actually, maybe five. Coach Massey's still staring down at the spot where he thinks the receiver went out of bounds before he made the catch. Well, there's two Lex coaches right there. The play happened right in front of them, and even they are in disbelief right now. Man. 4.55 to go in the third quarter. West Holmes driving there at the Lex 38, second and four. My goodness, man. Noah Clark in the shotgun. Hilson Williams-Dixon in motion from right to left. Takes the snap. He's back. He's back. He flings it out to him, and it's caught, 35-30. And he's hit, Ooh, hard hit. hit by Jordan Byrice. And to be quite honest with you, Nick, and I'm not even being sarcastic at this point, I'm surprised they didn't call something there because yeah. it was just a hard hit by Byrice, and you can't do that anymore. Either way, a first down to the 30. Now they'll mark it at the 31. First and 10, Clark in the pistol this time. He'll give it. Williams-Dixon off the left side. He's got room. He's dancing around, and he gets over the 20, and he gets another first down. And the Minutemen have a man down. I'm not sure who that is. I see a two, but I don't see the other it's number. 2-8. Yeah, it's so Mason, it was Mason Green. Green. Yeah. Down on the far sideline. 
man, that that catch that they called a completion down here, I, I, and I didn't get a good look at it. I'm just basing my reaction off the the reaction of the left sideline. They immediately were calling for an incomplete pass, and Coach Massey was standing right there. But they gave it to him, and that was the play of this drive because it was third and ten, and mm -hmm. and now that play has catapulted West Holmes a few plays later here down to the 19-yard line, and Mason Green now sitting up on the far sideline. Try to see what's going on with him. And he looks like he's going to walk off just fine. Maybe a little. Well, he's shaking off his right arm. So hopefully he can come back in here soon. Minute men are going to need him. So as Mason Green walks off the field, the West Holmes Knights are getting lined up. It's going to be first and 10. Knights in the red zone now at the 19-yard line. First and 10. And they'll have one split off all the way over here to the right. They'll have two to the left. Williams-Dixon still getting set up. Clark going to go in the pistol and send him out in motion. Takes the snap. They will give to Shearer off the left side. He's going to get about a yard. And that'll set up second and nine. Shearer has been in there a lot of the plays tonight, but... Hasn't really been involved with much of them, at least touching the football. And when he has, Minutemen have been right around bottling him up pretty quickly. Second and nine. West Holmes slowing it down here a little bit. 3.30 to go in the third quarter. They'll send two to the left this time, two to the right. Shearer in the shotgun with Noah Clark. Second and nine from the 18-yard line. They'll send Williams-Dixon in motion and take the snap. Back to pass. Clark looking left. A little screen play again. And to the 10. And cutting outside to the 5 and being tackled down at the 5 was maybe E-step, but I can't see a number. And it was E-step again. And he is just killing the Minutemen tonight. Ezra McKee-esque. Excuse me, Micah McKee-esque. Ezra was his brother. Has Clark in the pistol this time. First and goal from the four. Takes the snap. They'll give Shearer up the middle. He's stuffed and maybe lost a yard. And he did lose a yard. Second and goal from the five coming up. Two thirty to go in the third quarter, and you just get the feeling the way the uh, Knights have run the clock down here in the third quarter. If they do get this one in, it's just it's getting tougher and tougher for the Minutemen to come back and win this game. Need a stop here. Noah Clark in the shotgun, three right, one left. Second and goal from the five. Sends a man in motion. He will take the snap and roll right. He's going to look, and he's going to be sacked, and he's going to be sacked back at the twelve. And, Nick, unless I'm misremembering, that is the fifth sack by the Minutemen tonight, I believe. Man, they've been all over him. Noah Clark's just, and that was the sixth sack of the night. Noah Clark's just, uh, he's had a couple of big plays. Other than that, the Minutemen have had him contained for the most part. And now you've got an enormous play here. If you're Lexington's defense, third and goal from the 12. Clark in the shotgun, two to each side, 135 to go third quarter. 
He's looking in for possibly another play. Six on the play clock. He's going to get the new play in. Three, two, he's going under center. And now West Holmes going to have to take another timeout. Their second of the half. And if, and if Lexington does get back in this game somehow, these timeouts mm -hmm. that West Holmes are using here. Now, I understand from their point of view, they want to make sure they get into the end zone here. But if Lexington fights back into this thing and ties it back up, West Holmes may be regretting these used timeouts. 125 to go third quarter. Third and goal from the 12 when we resume play. And we'll see what, of course, West Holmes is coming up with some type of gimmick here. We'll see if Lexington can stop it. And it inevitably, on this end of the field, down deep this far, it's going to involve Garrett Estep in some way. Possibly Williams-Dixon, but Estep's really... Williams-Dixon has, has he's been a little bit of a problem for the Minutemen tonight, but Estep's the one that's really been the difference in the game. Lexington hasn't done too bad on Williams-Dixon. So here we go, third and goal from the 12. Noah Clark in the shotgun. He's got Shearer on his right hip and two wide receivers to each side. Big play here for the Minutemen. They just came out of a timeout, and now the West Holmes Knights are looking over for a possible play change. Clark takes the shotgun snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. Down the middle of the field in the end zone, and it is incomplete. Great defense again. Corbin Green and Caden Eichler down there. Fourth down coming up. And Corbin laid the wood there on that crossing route. Tucker Coffin was crossing over to the right side, and Corbin just flew in from his safety spot and lit him up. West Holmes going to try to make this a three-score game with a field goal here. Owen Jeffries will hold it. It's going to be about a 29-yarder. It's in the middle of the field, but just a little to the right. It's not on the hash. So Ginsburg shouldn't have an issue with this one. Snap is back. It's a little bit high. Ball is down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. 27 to 10. So the Minutemen hold strong, but the big thing there is West Holmes makes it a three-score game now. They drained a lot of clock there, too. 1.15 to go in the third quarter. Minutemen have to answer here. We'll take a quick timeout on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Ginsburg has it up on the tee. He gets set to kick it left to right. Back to return for the Minutemen. Caden Eichler, Carson Berry, and Jordan Byrice. Ginsburg runs up, boots it deep. And Carson Berry's going to take it from the 7. He's down the near sideline, 15-20, 25. He's to the 30, and they're going to call a some type of illegal block down here on the near sideline on Jordan Byrice. I, I don't know what to do anymore, Nick. It, uh, to be quite honest with you, 
And yeah, call an illegal blindside or something. If I were a fan at these games, I would not <laughs> want to watch anymore. It is that painful to watch a clean hit on a kickoff, and now they're going to call a penalty. This is unreal. I mean, that was just 10 years ago, that would have been on YouTube as a great even, hit. Even probably five years ago. And I now mean, it's, it's just... a penalty. That is unbelievable. I, I, I just don't know what to say anymore. It wasn't a block in the back. It surely was not a block in the back. Yeah. It was just an absolute obliteration yeah. there on the block by Jordan Byrice on whoever he hit, but it was well, not a block in the back. Why are they still talking about it? The referee threw his flag. I mean, you should know the call right away. This is just – Oh, they're waving they waved it. it. Good. Off. It shouldn't have been thrown in the first place, so I'm not even going to give them credit for waving it off. I, I, I'm not – I'm done. I'm, I'm done giving credit to any officiating. It, it doesn't matter anymore. It just does not matter. I'm done. That should never have been a – you know what happened? The referee heard pads on pads and threw the flag because now we are triggered by the sound of pads hitting pads. It's That's how it's gotten with the officiating in 2021. All right, here we go. First and ten, minute men. Carson Berry, after all that, did get the ball out to the 35. Cole Pauly in the pistol, two right, one left. He takes the snap. He's back. He's going to throw near side and overshoots his man, Cade Eichler, on the near sideline as Cole had to get that thing out of there in a hurry. And Walker Graham was in there on him and actually got a hit off on Cole. Second and 10 coming up from the 35. One oh four to go, third quarter. Minutemen need to score quickly. Cole Pauly brings him out in the pistol. He'll send one off far to the right. Corbin Green on his left hip. He takes the snap but gives to Carson Berry the tailback off the left side. He's out to about the 40. They'll give him the 39. Gain of four, and it'll set up third and six. Big third down here for the Minutemen as the clock winds down in the third quarter, 40 seconds to go. Cole Pauly trying to get the play in here from A.J. Young. And they'll send the Minuteman out with Baden Forup, Carter Newman off to the left. Caden Eichler, A.J. Young off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol, third and six. He takes the snap. He's going to fake the give and roll right. He's got a man. It's A.J. Young caught, 45. He's to the 50, down the far sideline, trucks a guy and gets out to the 45. Great play, and A.J. Young gives a high five to Caden Eichler. After a great catch and the first of the year for A.J. Isn't that crazy to think about? His first how, catch of the year. How long was that? It was... 16-yard gain for the first connection of the year between Cole Pauly and A.J. Young, and the Minutemen driving here. They're across midfield to the 45, and that will be the end of the third quarter. Minutemen have some work to do, but they can do it. They trail 27-10 as we head into the fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. 27-10, Minutemen have some work to do, but they are in West Holmes territory. They're at the 45 right in front of us. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you up here in the OA press box at West Holmes. First and 10 minute men from the 45. One split off to the left. Cole Pauly takes the pistol snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side. Trying to get out of a tackle, and he's dragged down by the last little piece of fabric on his jersey. He gets a yard. Man, he was almost out of there. And now Carson's jersey stretched out and untucked. And he was just about out of that tackle. Second and nine, Minutemen at the West Holmes 44. It's not time to panic quite yet, but you need to have some urgency here because yeah, you got to save some of this clock. Well, and luckily for Lex, all three timeouts still intact. The main thing, though, you got to get a score here, and then we can start talking about how they can get back into this thing. Eichler off to the left, pistol snap. Carson Berry again off the right side, breaks the first tackle, stiff arm, and out of bounds. At the 42. Third down coming up for the Minutemen. Third and seven. At the West Holmes 42. A big play here coming up. Because you got to get points out of this drive, no matter how you do it. Cole Pauley breaks the huddle. Carter Newman off to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Baden four up the tight end on the right side. Hudson Moore on the left. Cole Pauley in the pistol, third and seven. Takes the snap, and we're going to have some movement and a false start on Lex. That's a big one. I mean. <laughs> third and 12 now. Minutemen back up to the West Holmes 47. And now Scotty Roush will bring the play in, and they'll take Hudson off the field. 11.08 to go in the fourth quarter. Minutemen trailing by 17. Third and 12, a, a huge play here for the Minutemen. They'll send two to the left, one to the right. Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking down the near sideline. He's got Caden Eichler running underneath it, and he's going to be interfered with. Thank you. And a penalty oh. flag comes in as Caden Eichler... It was shoved in the back, and he would have caught that Oof. ball. That was that, a that great been, pass. That would have been six. That was a great pass by Cole Pauley, and right when Caden was running under it, he got shoved right in the back. It's going to be an automatic first down for the Minutemen, and it'll keep the drive alive. They didn't miss that one. And how could you, Nick? I, mean, I know. If they had missed that one, you'd oh. be doing the game alone, and yeah. I'd be heading home. <laughs> I mean – and then, of course, West Holmes fans disgruntled about the call, but, you know. 
So that'll move the football down to the West Holmes 32. 11.01 to go. Clock is stopped. Good thing for the Minutemen. Carter Newman splits off far to the left. A.J. Young in the slot left. Cade Eichler comes off to the right. First and 10. Minutemen at the West Holmes 32. Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a give to Carson Berry. He rolls out. Now he's going to come near side, and he's trying to get out of there. He does. He's going to run. He's to the 30, and he's going to run out of bounds. And I was waiting for a late uh, hit, yeah. Nick. I was just waiting for one of the West Holmes defenders to come up and hit him, but they well, never did. I was waiting for that hit from t- from 22 to be a little bit harder than he thought it was going to be. And how about Cole getting out of there? Yeah. Getting up some positive yardage. Second and six coming up. He gets to the 28-yard line. Thought he was going to get shoelaced back here. It I was did close. Too. <laughs> Eichler off to the left. Newman off to the right. Paulie in the pistol again. They've got two tight ends. Take the snap, pitch out, Carson Berry left side. He's looking for some room. He's trying to get all the way outside. He does to the 25. And he's going to get three. Well, they'll give him the 25. Three more yards, third and three. Coming up. I didn't, I didn't see much over there, but Carson able to still get some positive yardage out of it. So they have the ball on the far hash right now. 10.46 to go. They did say you went out of bounds, though, so. That'll stop the clock, but it only matters if you can score here, Nick. you got to get a score. Third and three from the 25-yard line. Cole Pauly breaks the huddle. Yeah, they got to go. Roush and Eichler off to the right. Newman off to the left in the pistol. Pauly takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the left side, fighting, fighting, and he might have gotten a yard. It's going to set up fourth and two. And I feel like right now you, you have to go. You're, I'm down three possessions. Now you, you are in A.J. Young field True. goal range. It's fourth and two. You got to get points either way. You're down 17. A field goal actually in this situation would help, but it would be a about a 41-yarder on a wet surface. So here we go. They're going to go for it. It's fourth and two. 10-10 to go in the fourth quarter. Corbin Green comes in. Carson Berry comes off. They'll send one to the right, two to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol with Hudson Moore and Corbin Green. Fourth and two. And a hard count, and a hard count, and a timeout, Lex. 9.55 to go, and you get the feeling that timeout may come back to haunt Lex. It looks like AJ's got the tee. So what worries me here is not his leg, it's the surface of the yeah. field. A yeah. wet surface has not been A.J. Young's friend. and <laughs> I mean, what kicker yeah. likes a wet surface? But just over the years, A.J. kicking, I would bet all but maybe one or two of his misses have been on a wet surface. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is a big point in the game right here. And for those of you at home, it is not raining here at Millersburg. It's just gotten so cold that some dew and moisture has formed on the field, and it's been slippery. The Minutemen need this field goal here. A.J. Young's going to set it down, set the tee down, that is, at the 31-yard line. This will be a 41-yarder for A.J. Young. Cole Polly will hold. From the left hash. Snap is a great one. Hold is a good one. The kick is up, and A.J. Young, it doinks off the crossbar. 
It looked like it was good, and it hit the crossbar. I thought it was just going to have enough. And A.J. Young misses the 41-yarder. And, Nick, I thought that was it, good. It did. It looked good. And it hit the right side of the crossbar there. It had the accuracy, just oh, not yeah. the leg. Yeah. It was going to sneak in. If it was going to get over, it was going to get right over that far right upright. Man. It's a tough break for A.J. You feel for him because he takes such pride in his kicking game, and he's got a great leg. Oh, absolutely. 27 to 10, 9.50 to go. West Holmes now takes over. And now you got to think they're going to try to burn some clock here. Noah Clark in the shotgun. Sends Williams Dixon into the backfield. He'll give it to him, and he's going to run it up the middle. And he's going to be wrapped up. A nice tackle by Byrice at the 21-yard line. Maybe the 22. Yeah, they do give him the 22. A gain of... Two. Gain of two. Second and eight coming up for West Holmes. Noah Clark in the shotgun, two to the right, two to the left, but you got to assume Williams Dixon is getting this carry or uh, Brett Shearer might get this carry. I'd be surprised if West Holmes throws it, but they are going to throw it. As Noah Clark has it, he's standing back there. He's getting pressured. Minutemen getting in there, and he's going to get out of there somehow and run. He's to the 30. He's going to run out of bounds across the 35-yard line. I'm shocked there was no hold there or really? anything I, yeah. throughout the whole sequence. Because normally when those quarterbacks break contain, there's yep. always a holding call. Not that time and a first down, West Holmes out to the 34-yard line. Gain of 12. And that's really the first time Noah Clark's used his legs to beat the Minutemen tonight. 9.05, 9.06 to go, fourth quarter. Nelson Williams-Dixon into the backfield and take the snap. They'll give it to Shearer, though. He's going to run up the middle, and a nice hit by Cohen Moore, who comes up and sticks him. Gain of one. Second down and nine coming up. But the uh, clock is running. We're under nine minutes now. Minutemen down 17. They just haven't had that big play tonight that they've needed to gain momentum and stick around in this ball game here in the second half anyways. Really, they lost the momentum at the end of the first half with a couple of bad calls by this officiating crew. And it's been downhill from there. Noah Clark takes the shotgun snap back to pass. He's going to run this time again, and he's going to get out of an arm tackle to the 40 and slide down at the 45. And a first down. Actually, they're going to mark him a yard shy here, third and one coming up. So the Minutemen have a chance to get off the field defensively, see if they can do it, third and one. Much easier said than done. Clark in the pistol this time. He will take the snap, give Williams Dixon off the left side. He's got room, but he's bottled up. He's going to get the yard he needed, but barely. Corbin Green was there. Barely. At the 44-yard line of first down West Holmes. Oh, they're marking football. <laughs> They did get it. Seven forty-five to go. Clark in the pistol. He will fake the give. He's going to throw on first down, and Leighton Nose is going to get him back at the forty. <laughs> well, and must... he he put him down gently enough that there was no flag. And a loss of four. 
Second and 14 coming well, up. Why West Holmes is trying to throw the ball up 17. I have no idea. Baffles me. And, well, sack number seven on the night for the Lex defense. Well, they're just not up to their scoring average, Nick. They need to get to their scoring average, apparently, or their coach isn't going to be happy as they're throwing again. Second and 14, a little screen play, and it's almost picked off. Leighton Nosa was being held there as he stuck up his I right say, hand. There is bear paw up there. Third and 14 coming up, clock stops, 6.59 to go. But uh, at this point, Nick, I'm not sure. Just not sure it's the Minutemen have enough time. Yeah, it's a lot to overcome. But, I mean, West Holmes, obviously, probably they're going to throw here, I'd imagine. Well, they're now they've got five diamond. wide. Comes their diamond offense. Noah Clark in the shotgun by himself. And he takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to run. There's nobody spying him, and he's going to run across the 50, 45, out of bounds. And Corbin was trying to fly over for a big hit. And this is the same situation we saw last week with Brock Hill and the Mansfield Senior Tigers. And it just got to the point where Brock Hill knew he was going to have 10 yards if he wanted it. Right. Well, I mean, and kudos to this Lex secondary because they've really been good all night except a couple plays. Absolutely. Noah Clark in the shotgun alone again. Four wide to the left, one to the right. 6.51 to go in the ballgame. He takes the snap. And he's going to run again off the right side. Now up the middle, and he's going to be wrapped up and hit and brought a great down. Play. Good open field tackle by, I believe it was Byrice over there. That was Mason Green. Yeah, Mason Green was getting blocked and somehow made the play as he was getting blocked. Gain of three, second and seven. And if I'm Lex, just spy Noah Clark. It's not like he's got wheels. Yeah. Well, I think they've been trying to, but the pursuit angles have been – not the best, and they've been missing the pursuit angles, and he's been able to slip away. Clark takes it, flips it out. Williams-Dixon has room off the left side, 35, first down to the 34. We've got a hold, though, I think, here, Nick, coming back. Yep. Shocking. Or actually, it's going to be some type of a legal block here, I think. See what it is. Oh, no, it's going to be holding. Or as these refs might say it, illegal grabbing of a shirt. <laughs> Six ten to go, fourth quarter, twenty-seven to ten. West Holmes with a seventeen-point lead. Noah Clark in the shotgun. Two to each side. Shearer on his right hip sends a man in motion. It's E step. He'll take the snap and roll towards E step. And coming up, Mason Green trying to fly in there and make a play. Noah Clark's going to have to run. He's forced out of bounds by Hudson Moore. Third down coming up, third and long coming up for West Holmes, and they keep running out of bounds, Nick. Yeah. I mean, you're up 17, and you continuously throw incomplete passes and run out of bounds. I'm not sure what kind of end games uh, tactic this is. but I can bet you here they're going to probably end up calling a timeout. They They've only got one right left. So third and 11. They're just going to run vertical routes down the field, and QB's going to take off. Two to each side. Williams-Dixon not in there this time as Clark takes the snap. Actually, he is in there on the right side, but Clark's going to throw left side, and great, great defense. Coverage. Great coverage, A.J. Young on the near sideline. He knocked the ball away without 
interfering down here on the near sideline. And, man, that was a great play by A.J. Fourth down, fourth and 11, incomplete. Stops the clock again. <laughs> Lex finally gets the ball back. I, I mean, mean, if you're West Holmes, you've got one of the best <laughs> running backs in the league. Why not just run the clock out? I don't understand. I'm not sure. So Ginsburg will come on to punt. He's standing back at his own 40. And Cade Eichler back to return. A little bit of a high... Weak snap. Good punt, though, by Ginsburg, and it's going to roll inside the 15 down to about the 12, maybe the 13. We'll see where they mark it. 5.37 to go fourth quarter. Minutemen trailing by 17, and they'll mark it at the 14-yard line. So, oddly, Nick, this late in the ballgame, this is going to be the worst starting field position for the Minutemen, I believe. I think you're right. At their own 14. And we'll see if the Minutemen can uh, do something here late in the game and make it interesting and, if nothing else, get some momentum heading into Ashland next week. They get the arrows at home for week number eight, which already. I cannot believe is oh. here already. Cole Pauley going to have Carter Newman and Caden Eichler split off to the left. Forup and Hudson Moore in there at tight end. Pauly in the pistol, first and 10. He will fake the give and roll out, and he slips and falls. His feet kind of came out from under him at the five. And, the, man, this surface is just slick tonight. And that will force the Minutemen all the way back to the five. Second down and long, second and 19. Baden Forup will bring the play in. Actually, Scotty Roush will bring the play in. Baden Forup does sub in, though. Men and men going to have to hurry just to get this play off. They'll send two to the right, one to the left, and the pistol Cole Pauly, second and 19. He gets the snap, and he'll give it. Carson Berry, and he's going to lose a couple. And they'll give him forward progress to the three. Sets up third. And 21. We just haven't been able to get Carson going tonight. He's, I mean, he's his longest run, I feel like, is probably six yards, seven yards at most. And he's just been a couple tackles away from breaking some big runs, but we just can't seem to get the big one tonight. 4.20 to go in the ballgame, 27 to 10. West Holmes with the lead. Cole Pauly going to go shotgun this time, two to the right, one to the left. Actually, he's going to be in the pistol. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking in the end zone, rolling right. He's going to have to do something with it here. He's going to run to the 5, to the 10, and he's hit. And he's hit out of bounds down here on the near sideline at the 14-yard line, back to the original line of scrimmage. 4.02 to go in the ball game, And the Minutemen will send on the punt team. And A.J. Young will head back to punt this thing from about his own goal line. 27-10, West Holmes going to improve to 7-0. But the Minutemen fought, and just a couple of things didn't go their way tonight. End over end punt by A.J. is going to bounce at the 40 and bounce out of bounds at the 45. Another decent punt by A.J. 
West Holmes will literally pick up where they left off last drive at the Lexington 45-yard line. First and 10. 3.55 remaining in the ball game. And unfortunately, Lexington will fall now to 2-5. and five. 1-3 and three in the OCC after tonight. But, Nick, they were in this situation two years ago and rattled off two wins in the last two weeks and improved to 4-6 and six ending the year, which at the time, you know, you don't think that's great. But with the new playoff format, you do that this year, you're getting into the playoffs. <laughs> Absolutely. And the Minutemen have the ability to hang with anybody as they give it to Shear. Brett Shear up the middle. Nice hit there by the Minutemen. And Shear gets a couple. Up the middle, maybe a gain of three. And we have a flag coming in at the end, and it's going to be on Shear for, I. Like well, he, he, he was yelling at the referee, but I'm not sure what he said. I can imagine he said a few things, but uh, probably not something I'm going to say on the air. <laughs> and he got a flag for it. Unless this is somehow on the minute. It could man, be on Lex. You I don't think know. it is. It was after the play, Shear. Yes, it was on Shear. He didn't like the way he was tackled, yeah. and he tried to get up, and whoever was underneath him, uh, he might have been grabbing Shear's legs. Eh, maybe. But he might have also been trying to get Shear off of him and trying not to step on him. Either way, Shear got up, and he was jawing at the referee, and now he's going to come off for the first time tonight <laughs> after an unsportsmanlike penalty. So second down and long now for the uh, Knights, second and 21. 3.40 to go. Clock is rolling. Clark in the shotgun, and for whatever reason, and now West Holmes is going to run it off the right side, and now they'll run the clock. And now coming in for Shear, Blake McCombs, the senior, 6'1", 195, gets his first carry of the night. Back on the field, E-step for the Knights. 3.20 to go in the ballgame, 27-10. Knights with the lead over Lexington. Like I was saying, Nick, even with a four and six, five and five record, you get you sneak in the playoffs here. The Minutemen, th this is a team built for an upset. The way the defense is kind of getting locked in. I mean, I know it sounds like they've given up a lot of points tonight, twenty-seven. But one was a one touchdown for West Holmes is a pick six, and they've had some help tonight from the officiating crew. As Clark takes the shotgun snap, he's rolling right, and he's rolling wow. right, and he's rolling right, and he's going to be hit eventually and brought down by Baden-Forup at the line of scrimmage. After all of that, it'll set up fourth down and 17. When there's holds all over the backfield and there's blatantly no, no calls, I mean. 2.31 to go. Lex is going to use one, timeout, one of their timeouts here and try to get the ball back and try to score before this game's over with. But they're going to have to do it from their own end here. Is West Holmes is going to punt, and uh, unless unless there's a good return or a, a bad punt, I think West Holmes is probably going to pin the Minutemen deep here. Just based on where this football is, it's at the West Holmes 46, so they're going to be punting with a favorable spot here. See if we can get you some scores from around the OCC. We should have some finals coming in. Some finals actually should be coming in soon, Nick. And oh, Mansfield yeah. Sr. came back to beat Ashland 28-24.
Wow. Worcester. Worcester beats Mount Vernon 39 to seven. Madison trailing Marion Harding right now 57 to 21. High scoring game at Madison. And here at West Holmes, it's 27-10, Knights lead, and the punt is away by Ginsburg, and it'll roll, and it'll be touched down at the 20-and-a-half yard line. They'll put it at the 20. And a first and 10, Minutemen, with 2.20 to go in the ball game, trailing by 17. And we'll see what the Minutemen come up with here as they try to get out of here. With something positive to end the football game on offense. And here we go. Cole Polly going to drop back into the shotgun now. Two to each side. First and ten from the 20. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's got Caden Eichler at the 24. He's ridden out of bounds. And actually, they're going to say he was down before he slid out of bounds, so the clock is rolling. And they'll give him the 23, a gain of three. Minutemen trying to get set up here. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. And what now? Me? A timeout West Holmes up by 17 points. <laughs> they're just not going to let us get out of here. Unbelievable. I... I guess the coach saw something he wanted to work on there. It's a coaching moment. <laughs> You've got Lex with a second and seven at their own 23 and the clock's running. With a 17-point lead, I would think the one thing you'd want to do is get not take here. a timeout. Yeah, <laughs> get the game over with. How do I know? I've learned, Nick, over the years. Between the officiating crews and opposing coaches, I know nothing about football <laughs> and logic and common sense. But just when you think you've got it figured out, somebody goes and does something that you'd never expect. Three receivers off to the left, one to the right. Cole Pauley in the pistol now as Corbin Green moves behind him. He takes the snap. And he's back on second and seven. He's going to run up the middle. He's to the 25-30, showing some wheels, 35-40, and he's brought down at the 41. Longest run of the year, I believe, by Cole Pauley there. Nice hand of 18 there. Clock stops for a second. They'll actually give him the 42, a gain of 19. Nice. 1.50 to go in the ballgame. Pauley in the pistol again, two to each side. Corbin Green with him, takes the snap, throws, and he's got Eichler, buddy. Couldn't haul it in. At the 45-yard line, clock will stop. Would have only been a gain of about three anyways. Second and 10 coming up. 142 to go in the ballgame, 27-10 West Holmes with the advantage on the scoreboard as we're nearing 10 o'clock already with the late start tonight. And A.J. Young comes off for this play. Minutemen will send... Mason Thomas and Scotty Roush off to the left. Eichler and Newman off to the right. Pauly in the shotgun this time. Takes the snap. Back to pass. He's looking down the middle of the field. And it is tipped and picked off by West Holmes. As they call Owen, the, Owen Jeffries tipped it. And they Tucker killed Kaufman. The play. Was he on a knee? He, he caught it on his oh. knees. Tucker Kaufman caught the tipped pass and intercepted it. 
And he was, he kind of slid and caught it. Okay. So that'll be the end of the night for the Lex offense. 136 to go in the ball game. West Holmes, logic here would tell you they should take a knee, but they will pass the ball inevitably. <laughs> As Noah Clark, now they have a victory formation here oh, at West shot. Holmes, surprisingly, but he's going to take it in the shotgun, and he will take a knee. I'll have to do that a couple more times. So the Minutemen fought tonight. They fought hard. They really did. But a pick six and then a, a controversial drive at the end of the first half were literally the two things that uh, made the difference in this ball game. I mean, it it was really an evenly played ball game other than those two moments. And the Minutemen going to lose this one by 17 tonight. But really, the way this game was played, it was probably a three to seven point game in all reality. West Holmes still deserves the win tonight, but it should have been closer. Another knee, and they'll have to do it one more time. 42 seconds and counting. As soon as the clock hits triple zeros, we will take just a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back for stats and scores, and we'll get out of here. Start the long drive home from Millersburg. Next week, we'll be at Ashland. Talk about that in just a moment. Arrows dropped one against Mansfield Senior. Two-touchdown comeback by the Tigers late in the game. And they escape Arlen Field unscathed tonight. Noah Clark takes the final knee, and the clock will run out. West Holmes, 27, Lexington, 10, and that's a final. Take a, just a quick break. We'll be back for stats and scores on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. West Holmes a winner tonight here at Knight Stadium, 27-10. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on fearthevillage.com for the postgame show. Nick's got stats from tonight. Nick, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, really just a tough game. It was 17-10 there at halftime. Uh, West Holmes came out. They scored 10 points in that third quarter, and that was really all the offense that happened in the third quarter for either side. Uh, Lex got shut out in the second half, uh, so there's your final 27-10. Uh, some overall stats here. Lex, 202 yards of total offense to West Holmes is 300, well, 287, uh, 149 passing yards for West Holmes uh, compared to Lexington's 112. Uh, Lex just couldn't really get the rushing game going tonight. Uh, Carson Berry couldn't really take the, couldn't really find any holes. He, his longest run probably six yards tonight. Uh, Lex ended up with 90 yards rushing on 36 attempts compared to uh, West Holmes's 36 attempts for 138 yards. Uh, 
Actually, penalties were in Lex's favor, ironically enough. Uh, West Holmes with nine penalties for 80 yards compared to Lex for four, four penalties for 15 yards. Uh, Lex did lose the turnover battle two to one. Uh, West Holmes, 15 first downs to Lex's 12s. Um, Cole Pauly was 9 to 17, 112, two picks. And uh, let me see here. Noah Clark, 9 of 19, 149, a touchdown and an interception. But, I mean, the, the scoreboard is a 17 point game, but it definitely felt a lot closer. West Holmes had the pick six in the first quarter uh, to open, pretty much open the scoring up. And, uh, Lex just couldn't really take the top off. They had a couple. They had one big play to to DJ Johnson. Well, it was Scotty Roush actually down the middle of the field, 55-yard strike from Cole to Scotty. But other than that, that was the biggest play Lex had. There really wasn't any big momentum swinging offensive plays. They had a couple of interceptions. Defense was. I thought the defense was great. I mean, really, they the secondary was lights out all night. Made it difficult for Noah Clark to to get any completions to a, with this offense is normally an air raid offense so uh, I thought Lex came prepared with the with the passing defense but the offense just couldn't seem to get it rolling tonight scores from around the area tonight in the OCC still going on at Madison Marion Harding leads at 57 to 21 Mansfield senior has a late comeback to beat the Ashland Arrows 28-24 at Arlen Field and Worcester Wins another one, and this time they beat Mount Vernon 39-7. And the Moac, it was Clear Fork 45, Ontario 7, Shelby 37, Galleon 7, and River Valley beating Marion Pleasant 49-14. to Over in the Northern 10, uh, Colonel Crawford beating Mohawk 42-14. Bucyrus shuts out Buckeye Central 35-0. Carey 56, Upper Sandusky 0. Seneca East 27, Winford 18. Big win there for Seneca East. And the K-Mac, Danville 46, Cardington 16, Centerburg 49, Mount Gilead 14, Northmore 24, East Knox 7, Highland 41, Fredericktown 20. And the Firelands, Crestview stays unbeaten 7-0, 56-13 over South Central. Plymouth 60, Mapleton 38, Gibsonburg 42, Monroeville 7. A couple of other scores of note, Edison beats Willard 50-13. It was Loudonville going down to Fairless 32-7. Crestline loses to Waynesfield Goshen 52-0. Lucas beats Calvert 36-14. Sandusky beats Norwalk 26-13. Hillsdale falls to Dalton 41-20. And uh, let's see here. Clyde beats Tiffin Columbian 42-39. Once again, a final tonight from Knight Stadium. West Holmes High School in Millersburg, it was West Holmes 27, Lexington 10. I want to thank Kayla and Rachel Durbin down on the sidelines. Doing a great job, as always. Check out all of their hard work on social media at uh, VSBN Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and uh, special thanks to my broadcast partner and statistician, Nick Lazier. One final time, thank you for being with us tonight. Corey Durbin here. Uh, from West Holmes, it was a final of 27 to 10. Knights a winner tonight. They improved to 7 and 0, 4 and 0 in the OCC. Lexington falls to 2 and 5, 1 and 3 in the OCC. Next week, we're back at home at Lexington as the Minutemen welcome the Arrows, who have fallen to 2 and 5 tonight as well. So a battle next week, and not only for a win but for a playoff spot. As Lexington comes in at 14 this week in the playoff rankings, Ashland was 15. So a playoff spot 
potentially on the line next week at Lex. We look forward to having you along uh, for the ride on that one. And we'll have pregame coverage at 640, kickoff at 7 next Friday from Lexington. Hope you had a great night listening, everybody. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week from Lex.